You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Patreon.com slash up next and Davey, where else can they find us? You can find us live every Wednesday night, right after NXT, on youtube.com forward slash up next. Hello, YouTube. YouTube room. Yeah, we go live uh, Wednesday nights after NXT. We are your NXT friends. 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 And, you know, in this uh, weird time in life, wow, 2020 is a weird year, uh, we're still watching uh, NXT because, you know, WWE is essential. It is. It's essential, especially NXT. It is. It's extremely essential. It's so essential. And it's woven into the fabric of society and America, and therefore it must go ahead. Yes, so that means we're going ahead. We are going ahead. we continue watching this. Uh, Also, follow our Twitter, at UpNextPodcast. We're not getting enough Twitter love, and I demand the Twitter love now. You're very demanding. <laughs> I'm not that demanding. I'm you just, just demanded. Well, I'm, okay. Well, now you made me feel bad, and now I'm saying sorry. But still, go follow it. Uh, I, I love uh, all the tweets and stuff we've been getting uh, for all the shows we've been putting out. Because even though we're in quarantine, me and you have been watching so much wrestling, so yes. much NXT, doing so many shows, um, and it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, NXT is still going forward, so we're still essential too. We are indeed. But. The hype has kind of gone down for some wrestling. It's been a weird... Wrestling fans are kind of... Morale is low. I mean, we always... I was just saying before we went on, we get a good gauge of kind of, uh, I guess, viewership and interest, depending on the the YouTube room, kind of before we start, and the, the amount of people dropping in. And obviously, last week, we had all the news of all the mass cuts, um... 
Vince McMahon covering up murder, like all that stuff. <laughs> oh my god! It, it was a it was a crazy week for the WWE. Snooker, dark side of the ring. Wow. Um, so yeah, and the week before was the final beat. It was the uh, kind of fake over we christened it. Yeah. Uh, so this week is kind of back to normal. Um, a little less interest going in, um, and possibly the biggest story going into this week's NXT, at least for me. Uh, was the Drake Maverick story. Yes, I agree. Yeah, uh, everyone's talking about how all the the wrestlers got released and, you know, support them and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I think for a lot of the people released, their future will be still be super bright when, you know, hopefully when all this kind of clears up and life goes back mm. to normal as we know it. But we don't know when that is until that happens. But um, the Drake Maverick thing, like, he is stuck out. Like, he has he's phenomenal in that video he put out. We talked about it last week. And... They used it as a story tonight, yes. and uh, I, th- I thought it was fantastic, but we'll go into that. But we are under quarantine here mm. in the BDE, the, the Braden Davies State. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? You all right? Uh, we're, we're drinking some White Claws again. We are. White Claw Wednesday. <laughs> Lost in the Claw. Oh, White Claw. We need a sponsorship. <laughs> We've been saying it too much now. We need a wine or a White Claw sponsorship yeah. going on. Wow. Uh, here in Canada, we only have a few flavors. We only have black cherry. Yes. Mango. Yes. And lime. Lime. Yeah. Uh, no one likes a little lime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, one of my friends in the US was doing a, uh, a review, like a taste test. Okay. Uh, he was trying the Bud Light seltzer. Nice. Um, wow. They have and I was like, saying it's pretty good. And he was saying mango is bottom of the barrel. Whoa. I disagree. I like the mango and the cherry. I'll be honest. I'm not a mango guy. I don't like mango flavored many things, but I tried this and I was like, ooh, this is, this mm. is some nice stuff. But, but lime, it's just, <laughs> you go to a bar, you get vodka soda with a lime. It's like boring. The right? issue is me and you, we are roommates. We go out usually on weekdays even and like to go to like karaoke and stuff and we can't get our, our fix. So we're stuck inside. We, we can't go out and have our, get our, our drink on and, and hang out and socialize and stuff like that. So like life is kind of boring where there's more hanging out with friends via texting or calls or FaceTiming and stuff. But like, there's, what are you doing in this, in this times? It's like mm. watch, t- catch up on TV shows. You never watch, catch up on movies. Me and you have been watching so much fucking wrestling. A lot of wrestling. Holy. We more than been, usual. <laughs> we, we, we've been watching so much wrestling. We've watched the whole Misawa Kawada, like chronicle, which we're going to be doing. Yeah. Yes. We're doing a Patreon show on it. Best match ever. Misawa versus Kawada. So we've watched and we're going to talk about and, and discuss. And it's great. All the matches are easy to find. If you haven't checked any out yet, we're going to be recording the show tomorrow and releasing on Friday. At least check out a couple of them. They're all on YouTube, all on Daily Motion. Yeah, regardless. Give like, it a little look. As a wrestling fan, you should know this this saga. Uh, I, we have watched it a few times, but we're going in depth about it and like discussing it. Um, we, we've been watching so much of that and then we get we drink more of the White Claws and then we kind of get into some like weirder old like Japanese, uh, more Japanese wrestling. We've done a lot of Stan Hansen. We've done, like I mentioned, Kibashi, all the old. Um, then we started doing like an Okada Run some Tanahashi, yeah. Tanahashi Ishii. Looked a bit of Dragon Gate, Dragon versus Dragon. Oh, we watched Shingo, Shingo versus, versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that Brian was crazy. Danielson. Yeah, we've just been going crazy all over. Uh, I also went on like a weird binge of like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did original Grudge and then the brand new Grudge that was filmed in Canada. So technically, the Grudge was brought over to to Canada now. Like like Corona is brought over right into canada so the grudge is here now uh it was just okay but i had some scary moments uh and then i just started going off onto some things but then my shutter free trial expired and uh, i didn't renew it so <laughs> uh so, as is life uh but then um we've been we've been just cooking 
a lot. We've you know? been cooking a lot. <laughs> House fires numbers are really up right now everywhere. We've in the been world. good though, right? You have been good. Yeah, you have been good. I'm you have not alarm, started a so fire I yet. Fall asleep. You've been good, and before quarantine, there was a lot of fires in this house. Yeah, since quarantine, not fires, <laughs> burns, just burning. It burns. Um, we've we've been cooking today. I made some like fried chicken. Um, you you got some like mussels going as well. We were just feasting like kings. Oh yeah. Uh, I've been experimenting. I think I'm going to come out of quarantine whenever this may end as a chef, like a better chef. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I I when I went to Japan a few years ago, I ate this food that I fell in love with. It's called okonomiyaki. Mm. I've had it once in Canada since being like back here since having it. And I decided, like, let's get all the ingredients and make it. And, like, I finally, like, went through and, like, tried my best and hardest and, like, nailed it. Mm. Like, to the best I think I could do. And I'm like, wow. If you if you put your time and effort into cooking some okonomiyaki, you can do anything. So I've just been, like, making some weird food. So you've got the time now to, yeah, to do exactly. it, which is cool. Yeah, uh, it's exactly. So, I don't know. It's good because I have ordered out and stuff like that uber eats you know mm. but at the same time i'm like it's cool when you can physically make something yourself and like be kind of proud about it yeah i've been kind of cooking pretty much every day and then get takeout like once a week yeah which, is, me too. which is nice like just treat yourself a bit once a week um i've been binging a show called avenue five which i finished yesterday is which that, what is that it's a lot party of, of five N- no oh because no. it would be called party of five <laughs> if it was party of five avenue five <laughs> avenue spin-off. five um, yeah, it's starring Hugh Laurie, uh, Josh Gad, uh, Gabe from The Office. Uh, okay. It's a really good cast. It's set on like a a space cruise liner and it's really shittily run and everything's going to like falling apart. Okay. And their like six week cruise gets knocked slightly off course. So it's now going to be three and a half years to get back to Earth. Um, it was nine episodes. We binged it in a couple of days. Really fun. Like really recommend yeah. it. Um, and then... One of my friends from back home, uh, a guy I used to do loads of shows with and um, and had like private singing lessons with and stuff, yeah. uh, Richard Kane, just shows up in the middle of this show, I'm watching this show, Whoa. and I'm like, oh, it's Richard. Plays a waiter wild. in it. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Hit him up, haven't spoken to him for a while. Nice. I'm like, hey, I've just, just started watching Ave- show? Avenue 5, and guess who shows up on my That's screen? Crazy. And he goes, Hugh Laurie? I'm like, well, yes, yes, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and he's got a show, his own show that he's just put out called Weber Dates. Okay. Uh, like a YouTube show, which is pretty fun. Uh, so maybe check that out as well. But it's cool also. Like, uh, I'm talking about cooking. I by no means has ever said I'm a good cook. But, I, like, I can hold my own, but I got, like, better at it. But also, like, I do, like, beats and stuff. That's just, like, my like my hobby. Like, sometimes I make some money off of it and sometimes I don't. But because of this quarantine, I'm like, oh, I should, like, continue doing this and go forward. So it is cool if, you know, people who are doing things that they kind of like to do but didn't have the time to do it, that kind of can go, like, into it. And and I say that because, like, me and you love doing this, mm. podcasting, and we've been doing so much of it. Like, literally, it's so much fun to do. So uh, not only can you hear us on this show, but, like, all the other shows we put out weekly on that Patreon. But, like, that eats our time up because it gives us stuff, like, to go and watch, like, all this old wrestling, which has been so much fun to, to just, you know, yeah. I smoke a big one and watch some old crazy Japanese wrestling, and then I get to talk about it, which is so much fun. But uh, it's it's great. Um, and it, it's just, yeah, it's awesome seeing these uh, people just being creative with their time. Uh, yeah. As I said, like, my friend's doing that show. Yeah. We're podcasting more. Um, and then last night we thought we'd throw on 
the 200th episode of Being the Elite. Oh, yeah. Um, there you go. Two brothers. Who created Created yeah. stuff in their spare time. Started off as like a kind of a web diary mm-hmm. sort of thing. Then started doing these funny skits and stuff. And now they kind of entered the like cinematic oh, wrestling universe. That's what you're calling it, right? Uh, the cinematches. Okay, so the end I of the year. I didn't coin that. That was someone on John and Way's show. Cinematches. Uh, cinematches. Cinematches. Yeah, it's uh, pretty. Is it like, Corey? I think phoned in there, called it that. Waiting yes. for those skinamatches, right? Uh, uh-huh. uh, I'm wait. Like, I, okay. So, would you? Would you skinamax? Someone knows what I'm talking about. Um, would you consider that a different category then? For like, say, the best of the year, worst of the year type thing. Cinemat cinematches. I think this different. year we've got to have that different category. Yeah. So you could say best one and worst one, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Because there's so many of them. Even Impact Wrestling was doing it. You were watching that the other day. I I'd put it this way, maybe. You know how in the Oscars you have like best animated feature, but then sometimes an animated feature could be nominated for, for just film. best picture. Okay. Like it's a subcategory. Sure. But like if it's good enough, it can be in that category. Like Parasite was nominated for foreign, but for- then one movie. Exactly. Anyways, yeah. Exactly. I think at the end of the year it could be like that. If if one of these cinematches is good enough, yeah. hey, you can put it for your best match of the wow. year. But I think we need to honor it by having its own category. Um Well, none of those are going to make match of the year. No, no, unlikely, <laughs> unlikely. When you've got Okada and Okada uh, yeah, yeah, and that uh, tag match in AEW, yes. Um, but yes. yeah, so we watched the um, being the elite episode two hundred. Uh, half of it was kind of a uh, reminiscing and doing a montage of all two hundred episodes. We've and been in the background of these, apparently. People have some po- of them, yeah. I, I think I've been in three or four, actually. People have <laughs> po- pointed me out. Because I used to go to these Ring of Honor shows in New Japan sure. shows all the time. Um, and, and yeah, this was really interesting. Um, we are Young Buck fans. We are fans of AEW. We do do our... We do do. We do our AEW shows on Thursdays. And we are we support these guys, like, all of a sudden. Mm. Even though... Uh, I love and sing the praises of Kenny Omega, and when we watch it together, all you do is make fun of him and call him a big nerd. And it <laughs> breaks my heart that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. We're the best wrestlers ever. Damn, he's a nerd. But that's on for tomorrow's show. That's Thursday's shows. Um, and yeah, this being this being the elite was really cool. The Young Bucks were traveling like so much. They were Ring of Honor, like realistically. Yes. And that's this show. That show started when they like went through Ring of Honor and. All the New Japan shows that they've done and Tokyo Dome shows they've they've been in and it's it's crazy and then they had a match, a cinema match. Yes, in their property. Yeah, like on their property. Uh, it's just two brothers having a backyard wrestling match. Um, that was fine. It was kind of hokey. Had some lines. Had some funny stuff. I I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. I thought it was shot pretty well. Um, some of the spots like the, uh, you know. The Northern Light Suplex, like the locomotion one, yeah. when it was shot from the drone above, yeah. looked really cool. Um, and okay. then I loved, like, the, as you said, like the backstage wrestling thing of yeah. it with the the boxes. Canadian Destroyer into a pool. <laughs> okay, that's what I was just going to say, because okay. that, that, that was it. That was... I think the thing that made it, because, come on, if you're listening to this, I'm sure at least once in your life... Uh, no matter what they say, don't try this at home. You've tried it. Everyone's been at a swimming pool and <laughs> either been choke slammed or choke slammed someone else yes. like into the pool yeah. or whatever. We've all done it. Of course. What I loved even more was the ref jumping in and the surface of the water was essentially the mat. So he's, <laughs> yeah. he's pinning his shoulders to the water and slapping the water. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, um, that's ex- okay. That's exactly it. I loved it because... 
it made me think of whenever I backyard wrestled. When I I once gave a kid, uh, a, I had him for like an attitude adjustment on the shoulders, mm. and I gave him an uh, like an AA, but I hit him with so much strength, like because he's so much smaller than me, he did a four fifty, right, and, and his face went against the water, just slap. And I was like, ooh. And his parents were like, don't do that again. Don't please don't. It, it felt to me like if we were to go to our local karaoke and then, and then Ad- Adele so- throat sh- so- shows up. Oh, okay, you know, like right, yeah. it's They're doing what everyone's done. Some stupid backyard wrestling. Yeah. But they're two of the, the best wrestlers in the world doing it. Also, as wrestling fans, anytime you get like a TV or any piece of furniture that comes in a giant box, you know you're, oh. you're doing wrestling moves. You're like, uh, mom, can you just <laughs> keep that box for a bit? Um, yeah, I, I really that. enjoyed it. It did it got like my brain thinking as I was watching it okay. and I was thinking you're going to become a wrestler uh, no but <laughs> I'm thinking what could we do with these matches to make it more interesting like these cinema matches okay. and one of the things I was saying to you Magic. was the first half of the Edge Orton one and bits of this seem to be kind of one shot and we've seen um, 19, 1917 uh, Birdman those kind of things that they've experimented with the whole film being shot like that Yeah, I think a 15, 10 15 minute match like a plunder match where you're going through like this was the whole Young Buck compound Yeah, it was their compound if it was just like one tracking shot the whole time following them I think that would look really cool Sure, yeah. um, and add something different the other thing I want to see we've got this uh, climb the corporate ladder yeah. match and shots have come out from that. Yeah. What I want with that... Oh, boy. We reviewed the raid a uh, year and a half ago. Okay, Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. And there's... That's... Uh, the idea is there's a raid. The boss is at the top floor, like the, the drug lord. Yeah. He said to all the tenants, hey, there's a reward for killing these policemen who are okay. trying to take me out. So they're working their way from the bottom up and it's all yeah. levels and, it's and like raid. bosses. It's kind of like a video game. That's what I think this should be. This climb the corporate ladder. You want to see them fight through <laughs> well, they, Sorry? <laughs> Do you want to see them fight through the building? Well, that's oh, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking the way it's shot. Okay. You know how you have in the raid, they'll have the shot on one floor and it will go like through the floorboards wow. to see who's fighting underneath. There you go. I think stuff like that could be really cool for this. It's going to end up being like a 24-7 yeah. like match with everyone chasing each other until we get to the roof. But I hope they prove me not wrong. Because wow. it could cinematically be, it could be cool. really cool. This company has so much fucking money, they should be able to shoot things like amazingly. Now it's obviously amazingly. how many people Amazing. are you going to have uh, to actually be filming this? Is that uh, like... Are you True. able to do that okay, in this? Yeah, but exactly. I don't think they give a shit. So they're essential. They're essential. They're essential. So they can have as many people Look, as they, they can, want. <laughs> they have money to pay Trump. They can pay some yep. camera crews. Okay, All right. <laughs> can't pay Drake Maverick though, can they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's sad. But yeah, I, I will, we're going to go to that. We're going. I know you're waiting. I can't wait. But yeah, uh, the being the elite was fun, and I, I enjoyed it. And the clips of all the stuff where they've come from to now. I got a bit emotional watching. Yeah, that I'm not gonna lie. I, that's why I had to say, like, literally at the end when it shows, like, oh yeah, this wasn't just they were just like handed this thing. No, they've actually worked so hard. And being the elite is only like two years or something. This is 200 episodes. Mm. They've been working so harder for so many years before, prior to this. So it is crazy to kind of see that young buck story. And like, I know people, some people don't like them, but like. You oh, can't deny I, that. I honestly don't There's think we'd have an AEW if we didn't have this show. This we, being the elite, yeah, I don't think AEW would be a thing. No, this this they use this to 
to create storylines and it was working so yeah. so well but this was way before AEW like we we traveled with John and Way for post wrestling to all in and like that is like a huge moment in like wrestling history like AEW could close down in a year or two but that could still be like yeah well like there was that spike where like yeah. there was interest there there was something there and it was cool it was emotional to watch the my elite. my favorite bit of the whole thing though was is Cody Rhodes 2020 is gonna be lit <laughs> oh my god i like apart from the neck tattoo cody's kind of been on fire like yeah. he's been shooting gold like oh. all the time for the last couple of years kind of got that one wrong okay so so neck tattoos or giant chest tattoos oh boy right oh boy right yeah okay. we'll get into that yeah we'll let's, get into let's that. talk about let's tattoos talk about that's on NXT. <laughs> yeah let's go into some nxt from april 22nd 2020 i know i'm two days later but uh happy 420 y'all it ain't the 420 we all thought it would be but happy 420 hey at least you got given a garden for it a backyard wow this whole time me and david have been living in this place for like i don't know we've been living here for almost two years coming now, up almost. two years now yeah and we were told like hey sorry like the backyard is used by someone upstairs but no one lives on the top anymore mm. they moved out and our tenant our landlord doesn't rent out the front I'm also like, all right, why did you build a door from our place going to the backyard? So, so we, we asked if we can, like, just, like, hey, since quarantine, we, like, kind of want to use the garden, because the backyard, because no one really used... Wow, I just said we were going into NXT, but yeah, now we're talking okay. about our backyard. Um, but now, but then, but then they're like, hey, look, the tenants before you were these two... Uh, people who lived here before us mm. were, uh, like... Girl two, students, female like, students. Yeah, in this dance college, university, just near us, there's a dance studio. Um, and that they were really party girls and they would throw these wild parties in the backyard and the neighbors would complain. And when they told them to stop, all the girls flashed him. So me and you were like, oh, okay, well, that's not going to happen like, here. And the neighbor continued, yeah, they continued to complain. To complain. <laughs> the neighbor sounds like a twat. I don't want to meet our neighbors on the back, at the back there. No way. Um, but um, so... So we're like, we want to use this backyard. And they're like, yeah, you know what? We thought you guys would like party there as well. But just, you know, it's yours. Just use it. Just take it. The way he tell, tells us, though, is he's he's kind of confusing the way our landlord talks, well, right? Raymond. So, yeah. So, Ray Romano. Like Ray Romano. Um, we're like, hey, like, we got rent money. Do you want it? And he comes over and he's like... Oh, like, I don't know what's going on with all this rent. I think they should just freeze it. Just freeze the rent. I mean, I don't want to see you guys. He's our I don't want to see you guys. Like, don't get, don't give me rent for at, give least, me money. at least 50 days. End of the month. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And Jeez. we're like, I mean, you, you can just tell us we don't yeah. need to give you rent, right? Yeah, we can ask like, him that. Like, we don't have to he should wait for the government. To... We paid him. So we paid him. And then he's like, and just like throws away. It's like. Yeah, so have fun. Uh, like, drink, smoke in the back. I don't give a fuck and all this. And we're like, sorry, can we, can yeah, we go we back? What? Wait, can I use the back there? Wait, are you saying we're allowed to use the back? I don't know. Just don't, so, like, ah, just don't flash your tits at the neighbours. And we're like, what is going on? So, this has been the most confusing conversation. So we're going to start... us off for giving you rent. And you're telling us to go oh. in the back when we wanted to two years ago. We're going to start recording some podcasts in the backyard now. I think AEW might be in the back garden. <laughs> it's tonight. not even spring, spring, summer yet. I don't care. We've got coats. <laughs> we're going to sit in the back. But that's how I spent my 420 in our new backyard. Yes. And it was it was lovely. I listened to some Sublime. I listened to some Bob. I was, I was good. Everything is good. Even though this isn't what we all thought. You know, it's literally 420 all month. It's 420. 
and we didn't oh, get true, we true. didn't get people were waiting for this forever and it was it was taken from us but it's okay because every day is for 20 mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying uh let's actually talk about nxt yes. and not our backyards our backyards <laughs> are good but you know what this means we're gonna have to have a cinema match in our backyard oh yeah me versus you in a what, what kind of we're gonna get some boxes get a ladder Get some boxes. We, we've you. got a lot of cans. We should just use cans. <laughs> a lot of white claw cans white to set up cans. a table. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'll take the bump. I'll, I'll take it. I'll do it for you. I would do that for you. Um, you can score it. Okay. With yeah. Some yeah. Beats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'll do the editing. Nice. All right. Um, yeah. Let's sounds do it. pretty good. Yeah. Let's do Maybe it. fly Scrump in to film it. He's all about directing. Uh, remember so. that's. Oh yeah, because we can't. Oh yeah, we can't do like that. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get him on webcam or something. I, saw you, I was just listening to you on his show. I was on his show, yeah. yeah a little P- plug P- for PWT cast. Yeah. Had a little chat with our friend Scrum yeah, and Stank this week. Uh, we were talking all about spoilers, Toronto, uh, a Perfect. little bit of wrestling. It was good. Right. It was a nice chat. We'll have, we'll, we'll have him over again when this is all Absolutely. done. You can see the backyard. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about why we're actually here. Let's talk about NXT for real this time, I swear. I promise you. April 22nd. NXT, WWE, uh, it's essential, so it's continuing on here. Uh, the Velveteen Dream is uh, is wanting his his NXT title shot. Yes. Yeah, so the show you were you were actually in the kitchen cooking us. I was in the kitchen chicken. whipping it. Yeah. Um, so they they announced right off the top of the show that an incident happened earlier in the day oh, involving boy. Finn Balor. No. So Mr. Regal has removed Finn from tonight's main event. Now, when they kind of showed this, you didn't see Finn at all. So my th- my thinking is that Finn has decided to hmm. stay at home okay. or maybe is ill or, or something because they promoted this match all week. And yeah. I mean, it's not unlike WWE to pull a match, but normally you would see like the attack or yep. Finn light laid Laying out or out. something. Uh, you didn't get that here, which was a bit strange. Uh, Dream came into the ring, and as he's opening the show, he's doing the Finn Balor poses. Like, he's mocking Balor. Right. Um, so, obviously, to keep keep that in people's minds, K-fabe. that that is a feud going to happen. But, yeah, I don't know. Was Finn attacked in the parking lot? It was, I think it was in the locker room. Ah. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. That's how you know it's, it's fake. Yeah. It was not in the parking lot. It wasn't in the parking no. lot. But, yeah, a bit strange. Uh, Finn okay. not on the show. Uh, maybe we'll get some more information later. Yeah, on. Dream is like, where's Finn? Come on, where are you, buddy? Where are where are you? And then the Undisputed Era, they show up and they take out Velveteen Dream. Uh, Adam Cole shows up. He's not just in his pool anymore. He has left his pool. So that was a surprise as well because yeah. we haven't seen Cole for a long time. Yeah, it's been a few a few weeks. Uh, so Undisputed Era minus Kyle O'Reilly is here, and uh, they beat up Dream. Adam Cole says, "You'll never be champ. You're a nobody." And uh, we think Dream is going to see his demise here, but he's uh, saved by uh, the smooth operator. Yes, <laughs> smooth operator. So Undisputed Era, jump in, Velveteen Dream, beating him up. Keith Lee comes out, pounces Cole out of his skin. Of course. Um, Classic. And then uh, if you've got a, a, a keen eye, you might notice Dexter Loomis just lurking mm. in the background, watching on. Okay, he's mm. just creeping. Uh, he is. He's just creeping. So... Yeah, this is a confusing storyline now. You've taken out Finn just by telling me, and then you add Keith Lee. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, let's remember this later. Let's on. remember. Okay, this. all right, cool. Just so we're keeping score because it's going to get complicated. But we also start the show with a match, a tag team match that's been advertised: Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai and 
uh, Raquel Gonzalez. You're, you're skipping ahead. You're skipping oh. the main event of the evening. Oh, what's the main event of the uh, evening? Oh, have I got it wrong? Yeah. Jake Atlas, Drake Maverick. Yeah, that's later. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's later. You just keep, can't wait to talk about my your, notes your all Brits. over the place. Yeah, I know. You can't wait to talk about that little British dude, the little Brummy, <clears throat> who's may have the hots for one of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's a married man. <laughs> this was later. This, Let's I mean, not get this him was, in trouble. No, this was earlier. This was years ago. Yeah, this was a long time ago. Uh, you're right. That was unfair. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not lying. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, so Shotzi and Tegan, she came out to save each other against these two bullies of Dakota Kai and Gonzalez. And obviously, Tegan has the history with Kai. We see Shotzi. She's beating up Dakota Kai. Hits her with a series of kicks and throws Dakota Kai into the ropes in like the 619 position, drapes her across there, hits her running cannonball, tags in Tegan, who then hits her cannonball in the corner. Uh, I like these two already that they're kind of like, I don't know if they've ever tagged before, probably on like the indies before this kind of hit, but uh, not in the indies, but maybe sorry, uh, which, which Shotzi and Tegan. I don't think so. I don't think they'd have really crossed paths much. Maybe they should be tag team partners going forward. Um, they they hit tag team moves in between. Um, and then there's like a, a move where one of them holds the other's arm and the other jumps up like to help them, guide them, and, and then cross body to the yep. outside. Looks really cool. Um, and then they Shotzi Blackheart howls. Uh, I almost uh, I went to see our friend of the show Mike Murray at uh, a bookstore he works at today, and I don't like Funko Pops. I think they're the weirdest thing. But they had a uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf, like the OG Teen mm. Wolf Funko Pop, and I, I almost bought it today. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Spend... I'm being careful with Funko Pops because I think as soon as you buy one, you end up buying like 600. I think they're the most <laughs> ridiculous thing. I don't know, but like I almost, it was Teen Wolf, like Scott Howard, and I was like, ooh, I might need to buy that. I didn't. But it rem- Shotzi doing her classic howl here has become her thing. I'm down. Um, we go to commercial. When we come back, the tides have turned on Shotzi. She's upside down in the air in a Canadian backbreaker from Gonzalez here, who's just working away on her. Um, and then Shotzi finally tags in Tegan, who comes in there. There's a fallaway slam from Gonzalez to Tegan Knox. Shades of JBL, as you would say. <laughs> Stan Hansen, maybe. Oh, I don't God. know. Um, or uh, Hangman Page. Hangman Page. In our, in our WWE 2K. We're not playing 2K20. We're playing 2K19. Yes. Still. And we downloaded a Hangman. And we've just got the whole of New Japan and AEW roster <laughs> now that we play with. We made the BDE championship. Occasionally we'll yeah. let an AJ Styles or Alistair Black join in. But it's pretty much all, <laughs> <laughs> all New Japan. And Hangman Page. Yeah. Six-star wrestler. Tegan Knox gets this follow slam but kicks out at two. Um, though somehow tags Shotzi back in who hits a flying seated sent on to Gonzalez. But as she's trying to get the offense on her, there's some malarkey from Dakota Kai with Tegan. Raquel manages to hit the one-armed powerbomb or the tornado Texas bomb, if you ask me, and pins Shotzi. I shed a tear. So Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beating Tegan and Shotzi here. This was fine. It had some really cool spots. Like I said, um, I kind of want to see Shotzi and Tegan go forward as a tag team. Because I, want to, I want to see both. Yeah, like you exactly. Can, just because you're a... And this is something with WWE that always kind of confuses me. You're, you're one or the other. You're either a tag team or you're a singles wrestler. It's same with like the New Day almost. You're, you're either in a group or right. you're solo. You can't just be both. You can't be both. And I think I'd love to see both these teams stay together. They can have singles matches. They can have singles feuds. But yeah. I, thi- I think they should be stuck as tag cool. teams. I really want to see those women's tag titles defended in NXT. Yeah, more. we should have them here. And I think 
um, when you've only got one title on the brand um, for the women to go for, like if you're not in that feud, being a being a tag team, you yeah. can then break out and go for the title when it's your turn. But uh, I would like to see Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss start defending those titles here. I agree because you've got teams. What other women do you have there that you could put together? Um, I don't know, but here's two teams right here. This was a fine match between all four of them here. Uh, I've mentioned before, Shotzi Blackheart, I think, is money. Like the color of her hair, green. She is so good. Uh, She looks like a superstar. Everything stands out now. When when, When you look at her with these three others... She looks like she stands out completely. Of course, her look has something to do with it, but like literally, she looks like a mega, like a superstar. I agree. Um, where, where before, you know, she, she's just proved herself as well. She took the the bump here. She keeps taking the falls every I, match. Which she's in. I don't think is a problem right now. Okay. Because I think, uh, I think especially Reina Gonzalez, she needs to prove that she's like this dominant big woman in yeah. the division. Um, so Lady Diesel. Lady Diesel. With so the tornado I it, bomb. I think it's fine for now. Shotzi Blackheart's only been around a, a few months. Yeah. Um, she's got that likability, which isn't going to go anywhere. She's got a tank. Uh, she's got a tank. The she's got a Viking helmet. Um, I think and you can start building her up months down the line. Um, but just keep her as like a fan favorite for now. I don't, I don't think it hurts her at all. With her howling. Yes. I like it. I guess you could say uh, Raquel Gonzalez with that Texas tornado bomb had the silver bullet. Better sure. werewolf. You, you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we go to your favorite rock star Spud. Yeah. Drake Maverick. So they replay this video. I don't know if you've seen it. We've already mentioned it. The video of him basically crying on Twitter, um, saying, "You know, I've lost my job." If you ask me, this is one of the best promos I've seen in WWE in so long, and it was on the dude's Twitter. Yeah. Like a wrestling promo. This guy can act. I've watched him in, in TNA in Impact Wrestling. He was a, a breakout star there. His it, it was always his acting for me that kind of stood out. Um, he, he I didn't think much of him as a wrestler, but I thought, man, as a manager, as a storyteller, you, he was pretty good. Funny and good actor. This video of him that he put out when he was released from the WWE is crazy, but they said three more matches, and one of those matches is tonight. So uh, he's, he, he's, he's talking here. I mean, when was the last time you've been that this behind a Anyone. baby face? Kofi? Yeah. Really? Okay, I'm going to be straight. Like, I'm going to be over a year. I'm going to be right honest. Like this is so weird and this is some strange booking in my opinion in in wrestling. Right now wrestling is at the lowest interest because there's so much shit going on in our lives right now. You think of everything else before you can sit down and watch some wrestling and give a shit mm. about wrestling. And this guy somehow manages to turn a firing release into this storyline, kills it, gets the whole wrestling in- internet like crowd there all behind him and then they book him in this match and I have a problem with kind of what happens but that's because I literally got behind this guy I think a lot of wrestling fans did he he cuts a promo essentially here like in Florida outside somewhere during the day and he's like look I know I'm no one special but I keep fighting I keep doing it and I don't want people to feel sorry for me I'm here I'm gonna keep fighting I'm gonna keep trying to to do this and if I have three more matches then like so be it and I'm like fuck yeah like like amazing like dude cuts this crazy promo in this video it's fantastic and then i'm told drake maverick is gonna face jake atlas and then i'm like okay well this is a guy who another one is like yeah i want to support this guy because him coming to wwe is great haven't seen too much of him but now i think well the guy wwe just signed who's a young and -and up-and-coming new character is obviously going to go over the guy who's fired yeah i'm 
let's get into the match because I want to give my thoughts. After well, it, it shows clips before. of Jake Atlas during his entrance here, and it's him in LA in the Indies, and he's in his Ray Bans and his flashy jacket, and he says, uh, "You know, keep doing what you want to do. I worked hard to get here, and now I'm now I'm in the WWE, and now I'm in this tournament, and whatever you." Like, you, you, you want to do in life, just work for it. It's classic, you know, Bret Hart style. Do what you want to do. Uh, so, Jake Atlas, Drake Maverick in the Cruiserweight Interim Tournament here. And it starts off with both guys kind of being technical. Drake Maverick hits a series of roll-ups but only getting a two-count. And Drake Maverick and Atlas have a little bit of a standoff. And Atlas says, I need this just as bad as you do. Which is true, because he's new here in the NXT. Uh, Drake runs against the ropes, eats a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker from Atlas. Um, then there's a spot where Drake is kicking him in the head. Drake lays him out and go- climbs the top for a flying elbow drop for a two-count. Atlas gets up, hits a super kick. There's a Then this crazy move where Atlas, on the top rope, does a like handspring on the top ropes. like Not the top rope turnbuckle, but the ropes. Flipping into a DDT, spiking Maverick, and pins him. One, two, three. Jake Atlas pins Drake Maverick. And uh, I'll be completely honest. As a wrestling fan, it's very, like, not often in this generation of wrestling to kind of get behind someone to want to see this fixed fight go in one direction. Yeah. And I could not be more upset in the direction this finish went. I, 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 this Jake Atlas is supposed to be his hot baby face. I get it. But wow, as a wrestling fan, I was like, I guess heartbroken that this didn't get a win for Drake Maverick. And I, I personally think that's a good thing that okay. you, you're feeling that way. After I'm this feeling match. some type of way. Um, the match itself, I really enjoyed. I, I was never someone who, uh, who watched TNA. Um, so I'm pretty unfamiliar with Drake Maverick as a wrestler. Okay. Even when he's wrestled in WWE up to this point, it's been in comedy matches. This is the first time he's actually wrestled properly on WWE. In a long time. And I thought this match was, it was heightened because I really wanted to see Drake win. Yeah, the match itself the wasn't match, The match was pretty good. It was alright. Um, it was, they were, had great like hope spots for Maverick when he was firing up. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that feeling is a good thing. Because it builds his story up more. Yeah. You, we're looking at his group here. Um, he's got Kushida and Tony Nese left. You build it up. So he's lost this week. He cuts another promo after where he's even more gutted than he yeah. was before. I think you save the win for his final match. Tony Nese. Like, but fucking so who cares? Even about- if he wins this, he's still out, right? It's like a G1. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a, so he's still in the tournament now. Okay. He's got two more matches. So I imagine Kushida will be his next match, which will be like he'll try and ha- kill it. Yeah. I think Tony Nese will be the last one. It, Tony Nese is the only heel in that group. No one cares. Sorry, Tony Nese. No yeah. one cares about him. You're right. I, I think you save that, that win, that big win for, for Tony Nese. And I think it will be a, I think it will be a bigger moment than first round in the tournament. He beats this up and comer. Uh, I don't know. I just there's so many guys that I want to see because Jordan Devlin is a, is a champion. He can't fight right now. Mm. He's in the other. He's in. A, he's across the pond, and this interim champion will be crowned. But you've you've made this story f- like with Drake Maverick. This is the guy you you have now secretly hired back and been like, okay, we fucked up. We're going to keep you and you're going to continue with this story. Because it wor- whatever it is, it's just fucking worked. Clearly, wrestling fans have clicked to this. Uh, I have clicked to this and I don't 
necessarily think of this rock star spud as a wrestler that I'm usually supporting, but his acting was, and the story of itself is just like, Oh, okay. That's pretty interesting. Cool. It's working. Fucking go with it. This guy should win the whole thing. He should go up against Swerve Scott and even beat him. Like he should, he should win the whole thing. It's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But it was a very interesting and good storytelling from Drake Maverick. I think it's Rockstar. It's one of the things, and there were a few things on this week's show where you can you can tell it's someone different running NXT to the main roster. Yeah, because he wouldn't be given this kind of attention no. on the main roster after being fired. Yeah. Whereas I think it's some people going, "Oh, that's really shitty." You fire him and make him do a couple of matches. I think it's a really nice thing because you get to kind of go out on your terms. You know when your last match is going to be. And I think it's going to raise his stock. I think he could kill it uh, leaving. It's a shame there isn't much of a scene out there right now because of the pandemic. But hopefully he's been smart enough with his money that he'll be fine after this. And someone's going to snap him up right away. Uh, I, I, I don't worry about this guy at all. I don't I don't watch like Raw and SmackDown. I, I haven't in a long time, but I know that he was in those segments with the 24-7 title. And he's the whole reason that thing got popular for a hot flash as well with him and R-Truth and yep. him and his wife, his wife. And, and things like that. He, he literally takes shit and turns it into gold like he has, in my opinion. Mm. And he's been given some stupid ass shit. And now he's made his own story here. So, yeah, when it comes time, he'll probably end up back in WWE, in my opinion. Same with, I think Keith Slater will one day be WWE champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, real shit. Dude cuts a promo on his Instagram drinking a Bud Light. I was like, yeah, you're champion one day. Hey, Hit the gym, he's, you're coming he's back. already shown videos of him working hey. out. What? Really? Yeah. There oh, yeah. Go. He's posted I videos. I just said, he's going to work lifting out. Lifting weights. Boom. Mark my fucking words. The he's Slater's future champion. Find Jinder's doctor. Just keep posting those videos of lifting weights, and we can we can pretend it's natural. <laughs> Heath Slater, future champ. Future future champ. champ. And, and I'd love that. I'd really. And Drake Maverick, whether it be WWE or or elsewhere, I think he will find uh, some spot too. I think he's fine. And I'm yeah. not, not necessarily even talking about his wrestling. I just think he fits in this world of wrestling. He he's literally worked in any avenue they've given him. So continue working, yeah. kid. Uh, kid, he's he's like older now. He's been doing this for a long time. But it's interesting that watching him cut these weird promos on his social medias and then airing it on the show and then him cutting promos here. I'm just calling this as a wrestling fan watching this. You're, you instantly go, yeah, I okay, I support this guy. If if he's smart, he's got a career in for life because he can be a manager. He could probably do commentary. Uh, he could probably train he people can in work acting. matches if he wants. Yeah, and the acting, he's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah I, and I'm not saying this as a guy who's kind of. I've followed him for a long time, but like it, it's it, he definitely clicks. It has he. It's shown time and time how many times it keeps working for him. So good stuff. Um, Jake Atlas does cut a promo after this match. They ask him how he feels. He says, I'm on top of the world. And, he's, and Drake is being carried out behind him. He's like, Drake, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It was nice because he, he's the baby face as well. So he's, he's like, kind of showing that he feels bad. Like, obviously, he wants to win. But, yeah, he feels bad for this guy. I was rooting for him. He gave me a hell of a fight. Now I've got two to go. And I'll tell my story. I'm the next cruiserweight champion, Jake Atlas, with his flashy jacket. <laughs> Keith Lee has a vignette. He's talking about how people know uh, he's limitless now and his whole story that we kind of saw before in the prior weeks. But it kind of takes a left turn and goes to Damian Priest, who says, I don't give a shit. He says, I don't give a damn about Keith Lee. Isn't it weird? In AEW, they keep saying, I don't give a shit. It's, it's, yeah. The word in AEW is shit. The word in WWE is bitch. I hate crap. 
That's yes. what I I cross that word out of the dictionary. It's the worst <laughs> word. He called this shit poop. Uh, Damian Priest says, I don't give a damn about Keith Lee. I just care about the North American Championship. Moment maker? Hmm. My first ever main event in NXT, I pinned you. That was a moment. My next moment, I want to take the title from you. And then I'll live forever. Right? So we're continuing with this Keith Lee-Damian Priest feud. So and you're getting me, the match next week. Yeah, I think Damian Priest is going to take this title. Yeah. Yeah, I originally thought in my head that we were going to get Gargano facing Keith Lee for mm. the North American title, which is something sounds so strange, but could work, right? But now it seems like Ke- Damian Priest is going to take the title, then Keith Lee taking the NXT championship down the line. I think that's okay. what I, I'm just, you know, foreseeing some things. And then Gargano challenge Lee for the NXT. Oh, probably. there you go. Yeah. Look it. Yeah. Well, we'll get to Gargano. Oh, we boy, will. We will. So next week is Keith Lee versus Damian Priest for the North American Championship. Up next, Kushida is in action because he's in the Cruiserweight Championship interim tournament thing. He has a little promo here. He says that the Cruiserweight division here is is amazing, but the Cruiserweight title, not a lot of people care about. <laughs> Essentially is what he says. Essentially he's saying the, the fans don't give it the respect. Yeah. Like they're, they're switched off before matches even happen. Saying what we've all known about 205 and the Cruiserweight division since yeah. day one. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and says, I'll make this title famous. I'm going to change that. I'm going to bring this title back to Japan. I don't know how he's getting a flight. I really don't know. But he's going back to Japan when he beats this and says, uh, you know, I'm I'm the next champion. Uh, and just shows him kind of, again, shot during the day outside was fine. And then it cuts to a Tony Nese promo, his opponent tonight. Who says, uh, I'm a former cruiserweight champion. I, wa- I had my WrestleMania moment. WrestleMania pre-show moment. I was I was still outside. I think I was outside still. Yeah, I can't remember if I saw that or not. Did I see Colin Jost, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Nese is not over his loss. Because he lost the cruiserweight cha- championship at one point, And he's not over it. And he wants it back. And it starts tonight. Kushida, Tony Nese, one-on-one. Uh, Early in the match, Tony Nese, who is jacked, who has like an eight pack, um, he does like this like flexing thing, and I mean, then Kushida's like doing it too. It's been his gimmick for like five years now, or whatever. It's not a gimmick. Okay, cool. You hit the gym. So, a lot of people, uh, do. yeah, and there are bigger guys than you with more <laughs> muscles. Like Bala has more, like more of a defined six. Like, don't get me wrong. Like your body's good, mate. Right, but okay. Come on, you've been doing this same. At least fucking Tattoo Jack, like, try to change it up, you know? <laughs> so Tony Nese... Oh, Tony Nese, gimm- I think, is a fantastic wrestler, but by God, he's boring. Even his gimmick. evolved His nickname, all. the Premier Athlete, because oh, he was Jack. That's what he had when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Hey, yeah. Johnny Gargano was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Tommaso Ciampa, they've kind of evolved. Yeah. And like, yeah, I know it's, it's tough. You're in this 205 purgatory thing. Yeah. But my God, you're boring. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a character. He's just, like, in I've good shape. I've got an eight-pack. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what I got? You know what's better a than keg. an eight-pack? A keg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> got a body like Buddha. <laughs> right? It's a body of a god. Tony Nese, Kushida. Kushida's flexing on Tony. But then Tony Nese starts beating him down, putting him in t- different types of submissions. But there's the flying tomahawk chop from Kushida. 
Uh, Nice then scouts him in his like Tajiri style handspring into the ropes, blocks it, then throws him into the barricade. They go to commercial. When they come back, Tony Nice goes for a lion salt, but misses it. Kushida gets out of the way and then hits like uh, uh, his handspring like Tajiri. He does connect with it. Then a cartwheel drop kick, his baseball punch. Tony Nice somehow locks him in this pump handle lift, but it's countered into the arm bar, into the Sakuraba lock, um, which is then countered into a northern light suplex from Tony Nice, which looked awesome. Impressive, not, yeah. not as quite as not as quite as nice as Alicia Fox. Oh no. But a no. great northern light suplex, which then it's a two count. He's he lays out Kushida, goes to the top rope, and hits the four fifty splash on Kushida, but it's only a two count. I bit. I thought this was the end of days for Kushida. I couldn't believe it, but I was getting upset. But Kushida kicks out. Nice is upset. He didn't get the pin they're up top fighting on the top rope again, and somehow Kushida locks in the, the Sakuraba lock, the hoverboard lock, whatever you want to call it. And while it's locked in, then like flips him off the top rope. They both crash and burn, but Tony taking the brunt of it as he keeps the hold in, which Tony needs, has nowhere to go, and taps out to this this hoverboard lock. Kushida gets the point here in the Cruiserweight Interim Tournament. This was this was a fine match as well, but like you like you just kind of said, Tony Nese is just kind of there, and yeah, uh, Kushida's I, exciting. My, but- I just it's Killian Dane had the same effect with me after a while. Okay, it's like after you've seen a guy for so long, yeah, not really change. It's like I respect he's he's very good at wrestling. He's a very good wrestler. Yeah, but my god, I'm bored as soon as the match starts, and he could put on a six star match, and I'll just be in that frame of mind. I'm bored. It's the 205 stink. It's the, it's all of that. Yeah. Just working against him. And it's, it, unless he did something drastic to kind of change his look, change his name, change his gimmick, like something. I'm, yeah. I'm going to feel this way forever about this guy. Yeah. And, and for me, Kushida is someone I'm like, man, you are killing it in Japan. Like the, some of the best matches I've ever seen were him in New Japan. And then he came here and it's like, cool, you're putting on really good matches, but like, that's about He's it. He's a bit start stop. Yeah, because he'll have like a really good match against a Keith Lee or yeah. whoever, and then be off TV for a few weeks. And he hasn't had that feud yet. He had a tiny one with Cameron Grimes. Yeah, but he's not been built he up. Got the for hat. A, he got the hat. Um, he's not been built up for like a takeover feud or anything, which is what this guy needs. Uh, it's emotional investment. Yeah, all these guys. Yeah, Kushida and that's has why, even on like, Drake Maverick is the guy I'm most emotionally invested in. Um, so yeah, this match was. Technically good, but I was bored. Yeah, it, it was pretty much like I want Kushida to win, and it would be silly for him not to. Yes. Because Kushida is another contender. I don't think anyone buys Toby Nice yeah, exactly. winning anything in this tournament. Uh, I think Kushida, I know I just said that Drake Maverick should be going over and winning the whole thing, but realistically, it's between Kushida and Swerve Scott, I would imagine. I think so. so or Phantasma. Yeah, true. Yeah, but we'll get to him. Oh, we will. Um, so... We see backstage Matt Riddle is with Timothy Thatcher. He's, he says he misses Pete. He misses Stallion Pete. But, Timothy Thatcher, you're a beautiful man. <laughs> Every time I look at you, you remind me of Stallion Pete. And he says, uh, I love your eyes. And uh, he says, my eyes are brown. And he's like, yeah, you have beautiful eyes. They're just broing out. But Timmy Thatcher's a little uneasy about it. He, he's not He's not into it at all. <laughs> uh, he goes, I know, bro. 
And next week, we can show the world how beautiful you truly are. I think Matt Riddle is still having the effects of a huge 420. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they, he's trying to do the same thing here as with Pete Dunne, which is fun. But I think, and I've criticized Dunne as a performer before. Not as a wrestler, but like... Okay. And he's grown into this role a lot better. Uh, I don't know if Timothy Thatcher's done much talking at all. No, really. Yeah, he didn't seem easy um, about it. He seemed... I know he's meant to be playing uncomfortable, but just it seemed very <laughs> uncomfortable here and not not the way I think they were trying for it to be. Right. Um, but yeah, this is what Timothy Thatcher's doing right now. It was funny. Like, Riddle, Riddle's funny, but... Um, yeah, I don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> He's going to turn on him? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's Or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know Matt Riddle had a good 420. Yes, and that's I'm what sure ma- did. That's what matters, okay? That's what matters. Um, <laughs> it's dinner time. Yeah. It went, it went from tea time to dinner time, really, because Matt Riddle mentioned that. But it's uh, dinner at the wrestling household. Yes. The Gargano household dinner. So uh, there's some music playing, the the table set, there's the cup on the table. Uh, they're going to have... Sorry, sorry, there's a cup on the table? There's a cup on the table. Yeah, yeah, not the a drinking, not not a a drinking, drinking cup. cup. The cup. The cup. The cup that Johnny was wearing in the, the fight with Champa. That yes. cup. It's in a glass box on the dinner table. Yep. It's almost like the Beauty and the Beast, how the rose is there in the, in the yep. glass. Yep. It's, it's the cup. Uh, presented, it's yes. It's the cup. Um, they're going to have uh, a pretty boring dinner, Caesar salad and chicken. I mean, looking at Gargano's body, this doesn't really surprise me. I'm not going to even lie to you. When it showed their dinner, I was like, oh, that's what you're eating? Just chicken and Caesar salad? And, and I was like, that's boring. And then I went, well, well you, you guys are, yeah, well, you guys are in good shape, actually. I don't think there were croutons either. <laughs> there are no croutons in the Caesar salad? Uh, I don't think so. They're ridiculous. Come on, you're carbs. A, what a heel. You think Johnny Gargano has a carb? I'll go. I'll, I'll say it right now. Johnny Gargano, one of the greatest, and, and is in con- amazing shape in, in mm. recent in WWE, like now. Mm. And he's eating Caesar salad and chicken. Then so be it. If that makes him a heel, then he's a heel. <laughs> That's what happens. It's Gargano dinner. Candice and Johnny. Um, you know they're heel. You know how you know they're heel. Candice with the dark lipstick. Yeah. At dinner. Really? At you can get it all over the oh, chicken. Oh, they're, they're like they're celebrating. So it's a proper dinner. Uh, I'll start this one off because you were. I was out. making dinner. You were, you were frying our chicken. Yeah, I was making no, some no fried chicken. No grilled chicken for us at the <laughs> no BDE. Caesar salad. Um, Gargano says that September sixteenth, two thousand sixteen, is a day he will never forget. Um, he says his his wife became Mrs. Candice Wrestling, and he talks about his life being a fairy tale. He was the first Triple Crown champion. And he goes, there are people like Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Nakamura. They never did that. They were never called the heart and soul of WWE, of NXT. Yeah. No one did it, but he did it. No one thought he'd be Triple Crown Champion. He did it. He did it. Who would have thought Gargano would be a better man than Tommaso Ciampa? No one did, but I did it. Uh, He says the true fairy tale is NXT. And then it changes into black and white and the music Mm. changes. He's like, but the NXT I love is a toxic wasteland. Oh, so it goes from like happy dinner with a small piano jazz kind of to like this like warped, distorted, like yeah. evil, sinister, not quite goth, but like showing you that like th- this is they're 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 twisted. Now. Yes, because the real fairy tale is taken away. He goes, people here are 
exploited. Hey, Johnny, can you do this uh, interview? And I did it. Oh, Johnny, can you record this video message for a takeover tailgate at Wide Open? I fucking did it. And he's like, I'm tired of not being appreciated. And then it all goes back to normal. I appreciate him. I appreciate, I appreciate him too. I we appreciate really appreciate that, John. It's on our YouTube. Um, <laughs> and then Candice does cuts her promo. Yeah. And she's saying, I've been unappreciated since I came yeah, here. Yeah, this is crazy. She's talking about how she, she hasn't been appreciated. She's made way and helped out so many women in this women's division. And for what? For them to keep going on forward. And it shows like her and Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai and like all she these. She calls herself the big sister of the locker room. Yeah, which is true. And she never gets to eat first. I never get to eat first. And then Johnny's like, hey, babe, tonight you eat first which i'm like well you could you guys can eat together at the same time <laughs> yeah which is normal which is normal relationship things but i digress yeah she's talking about how she wasn't appreciated and you see doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results is insanity and this time they're not doing the, that i mean what i'm what i do love about these two is they're completely right how yeah. many times have we seen candace run in to save the day she did it with eo she's done it with dakota yeah. and uh, they turn on her. Yeah. No one ever runs to help her out when she's getting attacked. We've been Mr. Nice People. We've yes. been, we've been, you know, Dick and Jane essentially is what they're kind of saying. Yeah. Th- that they're, they've been the good soldiers of WWE NXT. Whenever anyone needed anything, they did it and they get looked over and passed on and everything like that. And Candace says, you know what? There's so many times I've been in the ambulance with you, but I'm with you now. She says, I don't trust anyone, but Johnny, I trust you. And he says, you know what? I trust you. So they trust each other. We've tried your way. So now it's time for us to do ours. We're going to tear down NXT with our new image, our way, my way or the highway. They say the sun will shine. We're a married couple. We're going to win together. We're going to be the first ever women's and NXT world champions together simultaneously we're gonna rule this place together the good guys win yes um dinner's over i quite liked this i find i find it very weird watching heel gargano and candice just because i think they're such perfect baby faces but i think they're doing it very well um we know gargano is a massive uh, like comic book fan, yeah. a massive like Marvel fan in particular. Yes, and I really think he models his uh, heel character on the best Marvel villains, okay. who, in my opinion, are Loki, uh, Vulture, Killmonger. They're the villains that, when you hear why they're doing it, you go, "Yeah, yeah, like okay. life's been kind of shit for you. Yeah, like these people kind of deserve it. You're going about it the wrong way." But I empathize with you and I completely understand. Johnny Monger? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it kind of is because no word either of them said here was a lie, was it? No, it's true. Um, They have been underappreciated. They have, like, constantly been stabbed in the back. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be selfish about it. So I really think, I reckon Johnny has quite a lot of input in this. And he is looking towards those kind of Marvel characters. My favorite villain is Magneto. 
And okay. it's the same thing. He's yes. just he's just Malcolm X, whereas Professor X is Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Right? Like in 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 the comic book world, and Magneto is super like everything he says is you're like, well, well, yeah, these guys are trying to kill you, you know, you know, and that's kind of it's true. And that, you're right. And now this is super comic booky because it's even cutting to the black and white, yeah, like going to like their their warped distortion kind of how they're they're seeing life. It's like uh, Pleasantville. Mm. You know, like the black and white and then slowly the color okay. comes in. Well, it's the opposite. They're going from the color yeah. to the dark white, black and white, to the like weird side of that. They're, they're, in, they're going in their universe timeline and that's it because yes. that's how they're going. This was really weird for me because I think Johnny Gargano is one of the greatest. He'll go down and, in my opinion, is one of the best talents they've ever had, match-wise for sure. I love his acting. I like everything. But to kind of see him just having dinner, I know times are hard, like – you were all stuck inside, but I'm like, okay, maybe we could have had it more elaborate. Like they're just literally at their their, their dinner table. I, I think that works though because it's showing them as a duo. Like, they're just how else home. would you do it? You either have it as them both standing up together, cutting a promo, which is kind of yeah. Weird. I don't know. I think it needs to be some kind of partner activity. Just maybe get a better like. <laughs> again, I, I like I like where this is going. I think Gargano should be again the top guy on this show. Mm. In my opinion, the show has taken a turn since. Realistically, if you look at the timeline of NXT, sure they've come to USA, they've done some great stuff. But ever since that Gargano kind of and Cole thing fizzled out, we've gone downhill. Mm. Let's be frank, like that's the truth. Yeah, and he's the star. He holds the shows. He he has the best matches. He has the best storytelling. People might shit on this and or might love this, but. The storytelling of Gargano continues this show for me. He has made NXT, him and Champa particularly, have made everything the past few years. So I'm going to give this a shot and continue seeing what he does with this because this is this is pretty cool. I think it was important to have some sort of character change as well because people were getting... He was starting to get kind of that Cena exactly. kind of, oh, fucking yeah. you again. If you're one of the Johnny haters and you're like, oh, fucking Johnny Superman, Johnny whatever, Johnny Kickout, well, then cool. Then you should then you should hate him and mm. you should hate him now even more. But for me, go. who I never got to that point with him, yeah. I still find it weird watching yeah, it him is. do this. It's weird. Even though I think both of them are doing it. You know what's weird. really weird? Eating dinner while you're jockstrap is on the table yeah kind of last thing that's what's weird why is he eating dinner with that also just making all this effort for fucking caesar salad well it's just it was i mean you know <laughs> it would look good it looked fine should have been a steak should have been do you think he eats he, he probably does yeah nice steak a lean steak he can eat whatever he wants he's johnny f in wrestling i'm behind this character now yeah I liked him as a... One of my favorite things in wrestling, period, is him going, I'm right here. That was when he turned heel. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. So I give it a chance. It, this I'm not going to lie. This was really weird, and it was kind of unusual. So he, he says his intentions are for the NXT Championship. Well, both him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a while. Obviously, we know Io Shirai is tied up with Charlotte. So yeah. that's... You've probably got another Rhea Ripley if we get her back from... Uh, visa issues and stuff. Sure. We've probably got another Rhea Charlotte thing down the line. So it's probably going to be a while and we don't want to see Adam Cole Gargano again. So as we were saying earlier, maybe he maybe he goes for the North American Championship and works his way up mm. that way. But what do you see as the first program for these two? Uh, I don't know. Now I kind of want to see Keith Lee as NXT champion and then maybe Gargano go down the line. Him, yeah. yeah. But as, a, as an initial feud? Uh, 
fuck, I don't know. Any anyone really, you got to put him with a baby face mm. who he can go over. So I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, the, I can't, I'm can't, not, nothing's like coming to my mind. Yeah, we'll have to see where it goes with that. But uh, we missed. Uh, sorry, just before uh, this segment, we missed. Yeah. There was mention of uh, Carrion Cross and Scarlet. Uh, just basically saying they've they've joined NXT because I know they promoted that yeah. they, we were going to find out who the attacker was exactly and that, yeah. even though we knew who yeah, the attacker yeah, was yeah. but they basically just confirmed carrying cross carrying cross because he's carrying a cross sure right yeah right uh, so I guess we'll see him next week with Scarlet I would think so yes yeah we'll see them next week so there's two couples power couples yeah. love is in the air. It's a good time to be in a relationship. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, single people. Is Tinder still working out? Can you still do that? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, can I just go off for oh, a second? I mean, yeah. You mentioning Tinder. Uh-oh. Uh, skip ahead, like, a minute if you're only here for the Someone's NXT really talk. mad at you right now. Uh, no, one of my fr- Tinder friends. Yeah, he's going to be mad at me. What do you mean Tinder friends? Uh, sorry, one of my friends, single friends, I <laughs> right. uh, was chatting to the other day. Yeah. And we were like, how's Tinder life? And he's like, oh, it's it's been all right. I had one of those... Uh, like, like FaceTime Tinder. Apparently, oh, Bumble oh, has oh, this video. Yeah, they do. Thing. What a loser! He's like this girl. <laughs> yeah, this this, I, this doesn't look good for my friend at all. But I'm gonna share it anyway. Well, you're not saying his name, so I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like uh, saw this girl's pictures. Yeah, was like chatting for a bit. Yeah, pretty cute. Arranged a video date. Wow. Um, Times are hard. Calls her and he goes, uh, "I'm gonna sound shallow here." Yeah. It's like, why? What happened? It's like. I'm a big teeth person. Like oh. I, I need like good teeth. Teeth. And this like girl did not have good teeth. Oh. So right away I was like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like, why? Well, what did you do? It's like, well, we were talking, and then I went, oh, uh, you're in your bedroom right now. She's like, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, turn the camera around. Let me, let me see your room. So she turned it around, and when she turned it back, he wasn't there anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Why did you do... Of all the kind of options you have, it's like in a movie where the character is always making the worst choice. It's like, why didn't you pretend your battery died? Or go, oh, my my mum's calling me or something. Why? Like, you just told her to show her her room and then hung up on her? Come on. I mean, he put himself in the... Tinder dating on an, on a FaceTime. Hey, what else are you gonna do? It's like forced time. You've been stuck living with your mum for six weeks. Wow, what are you, what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, I guess so. What are you gonna do? Wow, that's yeah. that's tough. You see, it was it's true cuffing season. Mm. But if you saw this coming, you were like, okay, yeah, it's time. But your friend was damn. That's that's tough. <sighs> Harsh. <laughs> and I was like, did she not message you? And he was like, oh, I had already blocked her by then. I was nice. like, you are a horrible person. Nice, nice. nice. I know you're not talking about me, so it's fine. <laughs> not, but I know, I know it's a bad story when you don't say the person's name. <laughs> Sorry about that tangent. Welcome back to the NXT review mm. that we're still talking about. Um, so the dinner time is over, and we see a video from Io Shirai. She says uh, in Japanese, but it's got like translations for us, which I, I absolutely love. Uh, in WWE, for like the past fucking since the dawn of time, foreigners instantly bad guys. They speak a different language, boo them. Yeah, which I think is most ridiculous. So yeah. to see in NXT different, and it's we've had a few different languages on tonight's show specifically. It's it's really cool to see that. So I actually really like it's it's people cutting promos in their actual their tongue. That's cool. Too. Again, again, it goes back to my you point. You could see someone else runs this show. Yes. Because you had 
Um, like this one was subtitled later on Phantasma yeah. he's not even subtitled and I don't speak Spanish I still kind of understood what exactly. he was saying there like yeah. it doesn't matter but you're right like and they've got the advantage of there not being a crowd of with course. something like this what? so you're not getting the what, what? chance which I don't is that still a thing it won't be when we come back from quarantine no more what chance no more what chance oh when we come back from quarantine there's gonna be so many stupid chants yeah there's so many <laughs> We deserve it. We deserve it. Oh. We deserve it. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone I comes I already up? hate it. Yeah, I already... I'm done. I quit. You think this is bad? Oh, I quit. Io Shirai says, I've been waiting. Why? Because I want to show Charlotte how great I am. So, I don't know if you've been following Io Shirai on Instagram or Twitter. I do. She... It's been posting a lot of stuff about Charlotte and mentioned that, like, Charlotte's kind of her, like, dream opponent, dream matchup... All that stuff, well, it's happening because she's the number one contender. She says, Charlotte will find out when she sees my eyes when I stare at her in the ring. The castle where the beautiful, beautiful queen lives, I am destroying it because I've bowed down to no one. You tell her, girl. You fucking tell her. I, I, I can't wait for this match. Yeah. But that being said, I really want them to try and drag out from pulling the trigger as long as they can. Okay. I think you can have Charlotte, um, I mean, she's starting with Mia Yim, yeah. have, like, work her way through a lot of the NXT uh, women. Yeah. Have the same with EO. EO turning up on Raw and working her way through some, some of the Raw women. Okay. And, and then have this match and keep on doing video packages like this. I think they're making Charlotte... This is the most... Uh, we saw Charlotte come out of a helicopter at WrestleMania, and I feel she feels like an even bigger star yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> that was cool, though. Uh, it was cool. It was cool, but I feel like <laughs> now I'm like you're making this this woman feel like a absolute well, because, mega star. Well, also because we're, mar- we're we're like deep in this. Like, not a lot of people yeah. also watch NXT, right? So to us, like as like the the weird wrestling fans who even watch this kind of nicheer stuff, nicheer. Which is like, oh, now Charlotte, who's been the shit in WWE, mm. who was the shit in NXT, then WWE, and now is coming back here with this storyline of, yeah, I felt like this women's division is the best, so I came back. That's pretty cool, and it's interesting. It, it definitely catches you. Uh, I'm a big fan of Charlotte, and I can't wait for this match. This, this yeah. is a program. We I will think. probably just get it at Money in the Bank, but I, th- I think they could... I think they could put this off a little longer. I think you will see Io Shirai and Charlotte face off many times. in Down the line, yeah, but yeah. I think the first match is always... The special one, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So we see... Just don't tell that to Masao Kawada. <laughs> Man, we watched oh, a lot of that. Holy yes. shit. We'll talk about that on our Patreon this week. Rockstar Spud is in a, in a staircase. He's upset. He's crying. He says, I have got two more matches. Uh, this Tonight didn't go as planned, but see, everyone's facing an opponent, but I'm facing myself. So uh, two more matches. That's what he's got. I believe in rock stars, but I've been feeling like a rock star, you know? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I... He's saving the best for his Twitter, man. He is. No, I I thought he delivered this very well. I just... I think he's going to lose in the next match, as I mentioned earlier. I don't want to see him cry again, though. Uh, It's like, there's only so many times I can see you cry, Spud. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying this story, and I think it's a great little exit story. For, uh, I didn't cry. Story. I didn't cry during this promo, but then Jesse Kamea came out, and I started crying. Oh, 
<laughs> Mia Yim versus Jesse Kamea. Jesse Kamea is the, the, the women's wrestler who had the gimmick where she botches everything. Yes. If you're not familiar. Um, apparently, uh, associate producer John Sino, yeah. uh, the Evolve expert, has said that she's been in Evolve recently yeah. and has kind of changed her character completely. Yes. She's now a heel with I've, I've um, aware, yeah. Brandy Lauren and Anthony Green. Uh, they've all got a like a little stable going on there. Um, I think like she's still she's still green. Yeah. She was a dance like better here than she was when we saw her two years ago. Yeah, I was and just obviously to say. so. Like she'd only been training a couple of months in that uh, May Young Classic. Yeah, she um, look, she looked way better. But here. the look and stuff worked a lot better for her. Yeah, now. she has changed her her gimmick completely. She's not wearing the glasses. She's not wearing a backpack. Whatever she yeah. wore before. Um, but she is wearing like kind of black, kind of different outfit um, and different character. But Mia Yim doesn't care about any of that. She's going to run through her. So we see Jesse hit uh, a kip up early in this match. And then Mia Yim kind of hit a kip up. Yeah. Both uh, of them were kip ups, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a move where she goes for the splits, but Mia Yim just kicks her in the head. They go back and forth. Mia Yim has the advantage, throws Jesse against the ropes, who then hits this kind of cool, like, Spin heel kick, uh, which kind yeah, of it was awesome. as as Mia Yim was kind of kneeling up. Yeah, uh, it looked really cool actually. Um, and then hits this like rope assisted twisting elbow drop. Only a two count. Mia Yim gets back, hits the super kick. Another one again in the corner. Mia Yim hits an STO, then hits the protect your neck, and Mia Yim pins Jesse Kamea just like that. Uh, yeah, uh, I saw Jesse Kamea coming out, and I was a little like, oh, okay, great. And then she was absolutely fine. She, she has fine. improved. Yeah. She has improved greatly. Uh, we've joked on this show for a while now that working in Evolve could help you so much. We saw Angelo Dawkins go from what he was doing in NXT, which was nothing for yep. years, went to Evolve for a little while. Montez Ford and him became tag team partners. They worked in Evolve came back to NXT and now are on Raw and everything like that. Like, it changes you. A lot of wrestlers have gone through it. It's reps, isn't it? And being able to work more than... Like, th- this is what Jesse Kamei would be doing a lot of in, in NXT. And yeah. it's it's the job. Um, yeah. And being able to do a bit more than that in Evolve and having a bit lengthier matches and stuff, definitely, you see it, definitely improves them. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so it's a good move and it's a partnership. I, I hope they'll continue having you mean they they won't just release evolve completely just stop Uh, i'm not giving you money anymore gabe uh it 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 helps i mean say what you want about evolve in in, even kind of before the pandemic but now more than ever it's essential with um essential no with nxt being on usa i think as long as nxt was on the network even when it's been a serious third brand for a while now but there's that oh it's still it's still development Whereas now yeah. it's like, it's on TV. It's a TV show. It shouldn't be just development. The, people say NXT is the wrestling show, yeah. right? Like that's So you can't have not wrestling because then people will watch AEW. Yes. Because <laughs> that is the real wrestling show, exactly. in my opinion, lately. This, this show has not been the wrestling show, as it once kind of felt like. Um, after this match, Charlotte comes out, the NXT Women's Champion. She comes down to the ring. She's got a microphone. She says, Mia, I'm sure you've heard. I want a match with you. You see, five years ago, uh, me and you uh, had a moment. Maybe not a lot of people know about it. You've helped me. Five years ago, I-, I watched you grow since then. In five years, 
you've grown. And Mia says, yeah, Charlotte, I've watched you in the past five years and I've watched you grown to become the queen, but I've become the HBIC head baddie in charge. And I would be honored to be in the ring with you. Five years ago, Mia, you helped me become a star. So Charlotte's mentioning maybe a match they've had uh, Mm. at one point. So you're a good hand here. I can make you a star too. She says I'm going to make you It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mia sells it. She is like, ah, okay. Like the good hand. We saw that in AEW. That's what set up the Cody, Sean Spears. Yeah, yeah, good hand. Oh, he's a good hand, which basically means, yeah, you're solid, but you're always going to be at a level. Yeah. You're trusted. You can go out and you can have an, a fine match. Nice three-star graps. Exactly. That's what they're saying. Uh, I I really feel for the stuff Mia Yim gets given because she, she just always looks kind of stupid, I think. Like, I like Mia Yim. I'm a fan. Yeah. But there was, like, when Regal was basically telling her to fuck off when... <laughs> She was bitching because she was losing a match. Oh, yeah, I like, totally forgot Whenever about that. Mia Yim is given a talking yeah. segment, like, Mia, you, you must have watched Charlotte over the years, right? You know she's coming out and being insincere here, surely. Yeah. And she's just going, essentially, oh, Charlotte, I love you. Uh. I think you're great. I think I look up to you so much. You're the best. And then Charlotte's like, yeah, thank you. You suck. And walks off. <laughs> It's I, I feel for her. She she doesn't get given good stuff, but maybe it's a bit down to her as well with uh, delivery. Yeah, I, I I I'm interested in seeing that match next week. Sounds oh, good. I think I yeah. think it should be good. It should yeah. be good. We have a video package for Tattooed Jack. Tattooed Jack. Tattooed Jack has come back to NXT. Jack Gallagher. Yes. Who is the gentleman Jack? Who. Uh, He's, uh, he says he's he's not a bloody joke. He says, I'm not here to be a joke, so I got tattoos. <laughs> and not only did he get tattoos, they filmed him. Yeah. They filmed him getting tattoos. Um, That's right. He's, he's saying, I am now badass because I've got a boat on my chest. These tattoos are war paint, is yeah. what he says. Uh, I'm in the minority. Love his tattoo. Really? Love it. <laughs> I said to you, he kind of looks like... Ed Sheeran now, and then which you, is not a good thing. But you were like, "Yeah, have you seen Ed Sheeran's chest tattoos?" So and then I promptly googled Ed Sheeran chest tattoos. I said he looked like him before I knew Ed Sheeran had Horrendous. chest tattoos. It's like someone's. It's like someone gave their like four year old nephew some crayons, but they were like, tattoos. Do do your worst. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, this this <laughs> reminded me, you know, like back at school, yeah, and it would be the summer break, and you come back from summer break. And there'd be the chubby, nerdy boy in your year yeah. who decided to get an earring during the break. Oh. That's what this reminded me of. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. You know, Jay in between us when he gets an earring. And everyone's like, why you got an earring, Jay? It's like some people can pull it off, other people can't. I don't know. I just Having seen Jack Gallagher for years, I just find this First mid- it, midlife crisis kind of fucking, thing. It's fucking like... He's Mary Poppins, and then he turns into fucking, like... Conor McGregor. Yeah, I don't understand. And, like, each to their own, like, I'm... 
I shouldn't be judging. If he's happy, whatever. But I'm gonna be honest. it's my job to make fun of him. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think this is a complete good idea for him. I'm happy that he's, like, changing what he did. We're talking about evolving people. And, like, hey, if he likes tattoos and... Yeah, completely right. And like, actually, he's doing he, the right thing. He I has mean, MMA background. Like, I actually think this guy is, is actually a badass. He is a tiny dude, mm. this Jack Gallagher. And, yeah, I'm conditioned to see him... Gentleman Jack twisting his mustache, flying off with an umbrella. But yeah. now he's coming out with tattoos. But but you're right. He's 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 realized he he isn't doing what Tony Nice is doing. He's going okay. I'm still in this two by five yeah. purgatory. I need to do something. How yeah. about I permanently put a boat on my chest? Perfect. Um, Come no, sail I, away. <laughs> Come sail away with tattoo uh, Jack. No, I do respect the kind of um, just attempting to reinvent. Um, but then we get his gear. So he comes out. In a, in a, he looks like a napkin, <laughs> a red burgundy napkin. I, I think it's meant to be like a queen's guard. No. Person. I know you're British mm. and I know he's British and he's coming out dressed in all sorts of British shit, but his name's Jack and he's coming out in the Jack the Ripper style, like coat thing. What do you call those square coat things? Jack the Ripper wears in that era. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... That's that, what he's trying. black, though. I, I exactly, exactly. That's why this didn't work. Well, why Whereas is it that color? They're the colors of the Queen's Guard. Exactly. Like, the burgundy, it's royalty. And he's got the furry collar. The fur... I, I think it's more that way. Okay. Uh, maybe I... With maybe neither of us are getting the reference here, but cause, cause it's clearly a reference to what, something. Those right? square things that, like, when you think of Jack the Ripper, or you've seen like any the cloak. of cloak. Yeah, the yeah, cloak the things. That's what he's kind of wearing, yeah. but it's the color is a little off, and the, 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 the furry thing... Again, everything he's doing, I'm like, oh, you're trying new things and going forward, maybe just needs some, maybe all like the tailors are off. Like, I yeah, because he's he's got this which Red matches boots. his boots, but then he's got like leopard skin trunks, which doesn't really yeah, he's match it. he's he's basically like wearing Tiger King trunks that don't match his new red thing and don't match his burgundy coat. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I it's know. It's kind of strange. Yeah, it's very weird. So, Gallagher and El Hido del Fantasma. Yes. The debut of El Hido del Fantasma. Also known as, maybe familiar to people as King Cuerno. Okay. From Lucha Underground. So, this guy's name is El Hido del Fantasma, and it's he's the, the Phantom, essentially. And his gear is sick. His logo is, like, of his mask on his tights. That reminded me of... I don't know... I know we just watched some Batman this week for our patron, but that's Batman 1966. Yes. But I was a fan of the Batman animated series, and there was a movie called The Fast... The, the Mask of the, the Phantasm, um, and this kind of reminds me of it. It looks so cool with that, like, mask on the side. I am not familiar. I, I have seen him. Is this the guy who does the arrow thing? No. This isn't the guy. I think I always get confused yeah. between him and Mil Mertes, but does this awesome suicide dive. I think it's him. Um, this guy is just looks has this classic lucha look, but like can cl- clearly like go in the ring. So this is his TV debut here. Apparently, he has been working like the the, the house shows for NXT before all this kind of hit. But it's cool to see a new face, a new start, even though his face is covered in a mask. Tattoo Jack, El Hido del Fantasma. Uh, there's a, a early on drop kick from Phantasma. He runs up and flips on, which onto the shoulders of Jack, who like catches him in this cool fireman's carry, and then does like a wasteland type slam, just a body slam. Um, there's then forearms from Phantasma, uh, or as my spell check says, Fantasia. Yes, good I hate spell check. Yeah. Uh, there's then like a roll through into a cross body. 
on the outside, he goes for uh, a, like a baseball dropkick, but fakes out Phantasma and then throws him into the like the guardrail. We come back from commercial. Jackie hits a, a kick that sends him flying on the apron. Uh, Phantasma fights back with a super kick to the face. It sends Jack outside of the ring, which then sets up for this huge flying torpedo type like tope suicide dive tope suicida but like a headbutt it's yeah it's not the just jumping through the ropes and pushing you over it's oh man this is like headbutting the guy this is really cool um back in the ring he hits like this like flying o'connor roll for a two count very impressive as well can't recall someone hitting it that that type of way um and then jack fights back with just a smacking headbutt but phantasmo phantasma kicks out at two Picks up Jack on his shoulders and hits a Samoan driver and pins Tattoo Jack. And Tattoo Jack never came back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Phantasma beats Gallagher in this match. Uh, This was a lot of fun to watch. Mainly because I'm like, hey, this is a debuting guy. So my interest is like, okay, let's see what he's got. And clearly the guy can go. I also was a fan of Gallagher Minus the gear, his type of character that it's going into uh, yep. kind of works for me. Even though he lost here, I think it's the most interest I've had in him in for any while, yeah, yeah in anything. So uh, this was a lot of fun to watch. Um, was was cool and Phantasma uh, gets the the one in his his column here. Yeah, I I enjoyed this. I'm especially looking forward to seeing Phantasma against Swerve. I think that is going to be uh, be something pretty cool. And what Phantasma. Not Kushida, no. Uh, Tazawa. Yeah, maybe. right. I think both are, both are going to be really good. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of this guy. I definitely might go back and watch some uh, King Cuerno. Uh, we did miss out the uh, video package. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robert Stone and Chelsea. Yeah, Green. yeah, I was going to go to that, but I, okay. I figured going to the match. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. I think uh, Phantasma could have a, a cool little career. I, Lucha guy is always working. This guy's got a great look going on. I think it's Antonio Banderas under the mask mm. here. He looks awesome. Um, and I think uh, I think this guy can go forward. After this match, uh, he cuts a promo and says, Muchas gracias. Cut, basically cuts a whole promo in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, but I could tell you he's coming for the Cruiserweight title is basically what he says. Yeah. Um, and then, thank you very much, and walks off. And uh, we go to commercial break. <laughs> but when we come back, it shows what happened during the commercial mm. break. Now, we've talked about the Full sale parking lot and how it's a dangerous place. Well, during the break, Phantasma is cutting another promo as he's getting his car to leave. And the car pulls up, that the same car with the two dudes in Lucha Mass who've been kidnapping NXT superstars. And they try to kidnap El Hido del Fantasma. However, unlike all the other guys, he actually manages to fight them off. <laughs> he, he doesn't just... The other guys be, all right. All right, I'll, I'll get, get in your car. He's like, yeah, fuck you guys. And like fights these guys off, closes the doors on them. They get in the car and they drive off. And he's like, ah, and yells at them in Spanish and they drive off. I think he's the leader. You think he's the leader? Yeah. Whoa, um, swerve, bro. I think that's what we need. Uh, every time we have kind of luchadors, you said it last week. You want, you look at Pentagon. You want yeah. luchas to be, hey, like most of these guys are fucking scary Mexican dudes, you know? Yeah, Pentagon's one of the like, coolest fucking badass These wrestlers. should be like badasses wearing masks. You can't just be smiley lucha WWE, dudes. You just want to have fun. Oh, these Lucha, Lucha guys just, just want to have fun. No, you're allowed to have characteristics. You're exactly. allowed to have characters. Yeah. Uh, I think this, uh, a kind of 
So you're saying anti, he's the leader. Anti-Lucha party. Ooh. Lucha house party with him as the leader. Yeah. I don't know who these other two guys are, but okay. have them as badasses. A badass trio of Luchas. What did I, I, th- I think that I said that Raul and uh, Wild were in on it. So maybe they're all in on it. Or they're recruiting. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. So you can have a stable of five of them or whatever. I just think this guy's mask is badass. It's yeah, like a mix between cool. the Phantasm, Bane, and like Lucha. It just looks cool as shit uh, as a wrestling mask. Like as wrestling masks go, it looks awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. We know the full sale parking lot's not safe. And it, how many times have people been attacked, kidnapped, and finally someone's like, not today. So you're right. It has to be, a, it has to be all a ruse. Mm. It's got to be on it. Maybe. I don't know. Other than that, could it be Malcolm Bivens' dudes just in masks? It gives more to him because otherwise I think he's just a, another, another lucha. You just got another guy who does a suicide dive really well. Yeah. Like that's – everyone does one move really well and that's kind of what they use in WWE yeah. really. So yeah, uh, it is interesting. But like I said, it's cool to kind of see um, – that, you know, a guy cutting some multiple times, speaking straight Spanish here, no English in in it. Which yeah. I'm like, oh, it's interesting that they let him do that. And you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't turning no, off my TV because you know what he's saying. It's not it's, fucking yeah, hard. I know. He's he he says he wants the cruiserweight title. Then two guys try to kidnap him, and he <laughs> fights them off. And then I don't know what he's yelling, but he's like pedo yeah. or whatever he's yelling. Like you know, like. Whatever. It treats us with respect, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. It just, it's not that hard to continue doing that. Uh, people in the YouTube group are saying that uh, they should be called the Lucha Cartel. Lucha Narcos. <laughs> Lucha Narcos. Definitely not the Mexicals. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, the, now we can talk about this promo that they did sandwich in an awkward place between Gallagher right. yeah, yeah. in the match. Um, and it's of Chelsea Green and Robert Stone. So, Zack Ryder gets fired. And now Chelsea's already hanging out with Robert Stone at her mm. pool. Oh, man. Oh, no. She's got a type, though. You think? Yeah. Well, his character was a ripoff of Zack Ryder in TNA. His Robbie. He was like. Oh, okay. Was... I don't watch TNA. <laughs> or I didn't watch TNA. Uh, Chelsea Green and Robert Stone. They say uh, that Chelsea Green is beautiful. Look at her. And she's like in her bikini. They're sunbathing by her pool. And they say that she's going to run this division. Then they start name dropping everybody and saying that she is the next NXT Women's Champion. Uh, I had no problem with this. It's classic wrestling. Like, oh, you're beautiful people with your pool and your bikini mm. and bright sun and everything like that. The only thing I have an issue with is no, the, the character has lost it every single. Th- yeah, thing in two she seconds. hasn't been booked well. At so all. to the, say I'm the next champion is so like they're boring. saying here like um, she proved in that. Um, ladder, ladder match. match she was inches away from being number one contender she proved she has beauty brains and toughness to me this was paint by numbers wrestling and I and I can see through it like I just like okay cool you're a tr- also Robert Stone I mean you know he's he you know say I don't know it looks like he had less hair on his body than Chelsea Green did she's like completely waxed like head yeah, to toe like, I know I a lot of the wrestlers I think that's the character yeah though. he's I, like that type I see these two as like, I don't see this as a romantic no, thing between them. This is Zelina and Andrade. Yes. Um, and he reminds me of, like, those kind of agents and producers. Like, yeah. work it, baby. Ah, oh, your heart, your heart. Yeah, work it. Yeah. Okay. Um, exactly, yeah. I, I like it, but no you're right. Hair. It's the, the booking, because... I'm watching this, and I'm like, yeah, you look like a megastar. The this only, is cool. Yeah, the only issue I had you, with... you lose. 
yeah, the only issue is you could have said something clever here, but you just said, I'm going to be champion. Okay, cool. Everyone fucking says that in any promo ever. Mm. The guy earlier was speaking in Spanish. I know he was saying he's going to win the title. <laughs> I know that. You can say anything different. Yeah. Like, I'm beauty, and this division is ugly. And you know what? It's time I give them a makeover. Remember when someone did that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Shaw Guerrero, right? Yeah. What's Ra- her name? In- Raquel uh, something. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that on a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon, baby. Uh, so, Chelsea, Green, and Robert Stone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, it's your beautiful people in a pool. It should be working, but maybe you should have just said something of some substance there, is what I kind of gathered. I think I, it's going to work. I was okay with it. I, I think she's going to work. I was completely okay with it. Yeah, but I yeah, think it's, she needs to start being booked to win. Um, we did have Tom Phillips as well go, what is going on in that parking lot? Like, he's only just, he's yeah. only just cottoned on that that parking lot is fucked. <laughs> I do, I remember, I remember uh, as they were coming, doing that, I had just walked out of the room and yeah. you were still watching. And then I heard that and I yelled, I repeated it. I was like, oh my God, Tom knows. Tom is on, Tom, finally. Yeah. Finally, and someone in the company's like, uh, guys, should we maybe get security at Full Sail? Because, like, their parking lots, always bad things happen there. It's That's true. That's wild. So we go to our main event of the evening. Sort of. Kind of. A match that happens. Remember when I said, are you keeping score? Let's keep score, shall we? Velveteen Dream mm. had beef with Roddy and yeah. his wife and kid. Mm-hmm. Only to actually set up a trap to beat up Adam Cole because he wants to challenge Adam Cole for the title. Got it. Adam Cole hangs out in his pool and says, nah, I don't want to fight you. You can fight my boys, though. And if you do that, then, like, you know, maybe. Got it. Cool. Velveteen Dream fights his boys. Yes. Beats his boys and says, I want to beat you. I want a title shot. Adam Cole says, eh, you don't really deserve a title shot. Everyone's beating my boys. (laughs) (laughs) Finn Balor comes out to Velveteen Dream and says, Hey, Velveteen Dream, you don't deserve a title shot. I deserve a title shot. Fucking Finn Balor. Velveteen Dream says, Cool, you want to date with the, you want to date with me? I'll get a date with the prince. Let's do it. Then we get to tonight. Finn Balor is taken out of the match. Velveteen Dream is then beaten down by Undisputed Era and Adam Cole. Keith Lee comes down for the save. That's this whole storyline, right? Keith Lee is now taken out of this match instantly by Damien Priest with a nightstick to the throat. To the throat. Yeah. So he's clearly just watched the main event, listened to our review, and being like, I ain't having that guy sing anymore. <laughs> so attacks his most powerful weapon, his soulful, beautiful, if you've seen velvety voice. Netflix's WWE's The Main Event. Yeah. The new kids movie. Yeah, we watched it last week. Yes. Uh, so Keith Lee can't sing anymore. So. Which. It's I got devastating. Look, Keith Lee gets a nightstick to the like throat, yeah. and then he's, he can't breathe. So Velveteen Dream and all the refs outside are like, oh my god, he can't breathe, he can't breathe. They're all nervous. They're like, hey, you got shallow breathing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two, two meters apart. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee is then taken out of this match. And out comes uh, Loomis. During the match, yeah. Yeah. He... Dream's on his own for a fair bit. Dream but. is on his own for a little bit, but it's essentially Dexter Loomis who comes in here. Uh, so, again, this is so confusing. This is overbooking to the max. First is Dream and Cole. Then it's Dream and Finn. But now it's not Dream and Finn. It's Dream and Keith Lee versus Cole. And now it's not that. It's now Dream and Dexter Loomis. All I, it's so confusing. Uh, all I think is maybe... Um, Sloppy. 
I don't think the Finn thing was planned originally. Yeah. I think that's a kind of a last minute thing, Finn pulling out. So, and it makes sense having Priest attack Lee because that's the feud you're building to. And we did see Loomis last week watching the other tag match right. with Riddle. So there's obviously something going on with Loomis where he kind of wants a tag partner mm. is what I'm getting because he's been watching all the tag situations. But I think the problem is that step with Finn. If you didn't have that Finn thing originally yeah. and it was just a tag match yeah. match was booked with Dream and Lee and Lee got taken out, I think we'd be accepting it a bit more. Yep. But you're right, it is going from A to B to C to Z. Yeah, like to get what to is this. the storytelling here? Yeah. It totally took me out. I did not care about this match at all. Um, yeah, Velveteen Dream is fighting Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Bobby Fish has been ejected. Uh, in the entrance, Roderick Strong says, Hey, we miss you, Kyle. We miss you, brother. Wednesday nights are just not the same without cool Kyle. Mm. They're just not. I miss him. Me too. I do. Adam Cole is in the match, though. He's back from his pool. He's in this match. Uh, they're beating up Velveteen Dream um, because Keith Lee has been taken away. Roderick Strong hits just backbreaker after backbreaker to Velveteen Dream and then hits another one just because. Then locks in this like really innovative like cross submission arm type triangle hold there on dream um and then this is where dexter loomis appears gets up on the apron and apparently wants to help out velveteen dream wants to join in this match it's the dream and the nightmare if you will um dream somehow manages to hit a dream valley driver on roddy finally makes a tag to loomis loomis comes in hits a series of just huge stiff right hands to adam cole then roddy Byron Saxon on commentary says, I must be tripping out or something because he's so shocked that Dexter Loomis is in this match yes. where he's, she's tripping. I want to know if Byron's a, more of an indica or sativa guy. That's what I want to know. I don't know. think he's either. <laughs> he, he drinks water. Yeah. <laughs> he sees a salad with chicken. <laughs> we see a Luthes press from Dexter Loomis, then a spine buster to Roderick Strong. Then hits his his like finisher that we've kind of seen the side effect, but doesn't lock in the the like submission hold. Instantly gets up, runs and hits a like tope con hilo to the outside onto Roddy and to Bobby Fish who ran back out, which leaves Adam Cole laying. Velveteen Dream, who's the legal guy, is climbs up the top rope, hits the purple rainmaker elbow drop, and Velveteen Dream pins the NXT champion Adam Cole in the main event of NXT TV. Oh, boy. Yeah, the match didn't really do much for me, to yeah. be honest. I kind of I kind of switch off when I when I hear the main event is going to be a tag. It's going to be a I'm, tag team unless match, Unless it's like a tag team titles. It's, it's whenever we get these kind of yeah. Adam Cole, like this feud and this feud put together in a tag match, I'm kind of checked out. I feel we've seen these combinations a lot. Uh, Loomis impressed me. I did like his fire up, and I'm starting to... I think I'm seeing what they're doing with this character. Okay. And I kind of like it. What is that? He's portrayed as this serial killer. Yeah. Like this creepy guy. Whereas actually... He's not? <laughs> no. He's misunderstood and he just wants friends. Wow. And like Stranger Things. He's Wreck-It Ralph. Like Wreck-It Ralph okay. everyone sees yeah. as this like... Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph where he's like, no, I'm just a big guy and this is the role I'm putting. And I th I think it's kind of it's funnier that he's not this serial killer. He's just a kind of unfortunately creepy looking guy. Oh. And 
and that's why because he's always been coming out he came out with the when Riddle was wanting a partner yeah he's come out here to help Dream he's a baby face want to hang out with some he friends. just wants some friends the social distancing's getting to him yeah you know? I think it could be quite funny and could work because I don't necessarily see this guy as a main eventer but I think that could put an extra twist on that gimmick that could make it quite an entertaining Mikado character yeah okay I could I could see that uh, but then eventually he does turn and he actually is eventually a yeah <laughs> down the line but I think this kind of misunderstood um, fuck what's that film where those teenagers think those guys are like serial killers and, oh Tucker and Dale versus yeah, evil or whatever that kind of oh, thing oh man great, un- <laughs> uh, great movie oh fuck highly recommend that uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil yes I think so where everyone thinks these two guys are killers but they're just they're just like they're happy, just, they're friendly dudes, yeah. and everything bad just keeps happening, and they're like, "Fuck, yeah, that's that's, that's what, what I think they're doing," and wow. I, I'm kind of all for it. Okay, all right, I I want Dexter Loomis to continue doing that, and then one day actually turns around and and I think as people. I said, like his wrestling style hasn't been serial killer esque. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. He's, he's doing kind of, right hands, he's and doing drop kicks, and not doing stuff. anything. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess you're right. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, but I I I kind of popped when he came out. I was like, all right, this is weird. I dream in this guy, but you're right. It was to get there, kind of yeah. convoluted. I did watch Psycho the other day. Uh, Vince Vaughn one, <laughs> the better one. <laughs> we do have that one at my work too. I have watched that last this past year, but no, the OG uh, Loomis. Okay. Who then goes to Loomis is in Psycho, and then the name Loomis is in Halloween, and then the name Loomis is in Scream. Yes. And now it's in NXT. Wow. Mm. So Dream pins Adam Cole, or as Tom Phillips said, Adam Cole pinned Adam Cole. Don't know why he said that. Wait, who's Loomis in Psycho? In Psycho? Yeah. He's uh, like the, the detective, isn't it? Or the, the doctor? Dr. Loomis, isn't it? Yeah, that's okay. where he comes from. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, or is Sam Loomis? Or are they all named Sam Loomis? There's Sam Loomis, there's Billy Loomis. Yeah, Sam Loomis is like the, a doctor, and then you have Sam Loomis from Halloween is who I know. But Sam Loomis, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Norman Bates, that was the name I was thinking of. Yes. That's the bad guy, yeah. I go killer, Norman Bates. Um, so that was NXT from April 22nd, 2020. Um, and it was just, a, it's weird in this time like of wrestling, like... Should we continue doing it? Is this does, does it do people care right now? Is it working with the no crowd? I've gotten over the no crowd thing, but it still is like just weird. I think they're putting on the right type of matches. The I think the cruiserweight tournament is a great idea because I think it's a style that is working. Yeah, um, more so than necessarily. Uh, I don't know your usual like this tag match didn't work for me. That style feels weird. It feels weird seeing the hot tag and the guy coming in. And it's not, WWE style. And not that pop. Um, whereas these more kind of technical or uh, high-flying matches, I think, still work. Uh, or work better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was fine. We're, we're in, just in a weird place, kind of directionless right now. Yeah. Um, kind of can't see where it's going. Uh, no kind of follow-up on the, the big angle you shot with Karrion Cross and Champa. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know where Johnny Gargano's going next. I felt like this and episode... And I don't care about the NXT title picture. Yeah. So it's it's weird right now. This episode just felt like it didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. It's it's the last Jedi of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get into that now. Uh, we, we've got that off our chest. Enough... <laughs> Uh, enough Last Jedi talk but if you do want to continue the Last Jedi chat the message board post wrestling forum 
the last Jedi thread is is awesome. So many people throwing their opinions in. Uh, keep it going. On but this as far as I'm yeah. concerned, I don't want you to rile me up on that film anymore. I'm not going to rile you up on that film anymore. We've we've put a full stop. The final beat. Enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough. The final beat of the last yes. Jedi. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you're uh, wondering what we're talking about, we do all the Star Wars reviews on this free feed. And last week, this past weekend, it's on this feed. Go click the download button on the Star Wars, the most controversial one. Star Wars The Last Jedi. We got we got an argument. We proceeded to make fun of every single scene in the movie. And then you said it was a good movie. I know from the, <laughs> from the post-wrestling uh, family. 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 Um, I know WH is on my side. Right. Uh, Way said he agrees more with me. Okay, uh, but he understands my point. And points. John, I mean the king, has he really it? can't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Great. It's then it's settled. Then yeah. Uh, so that's on that feed. But you're right. the The forum was wild for that. And let's go to the forum for tonight because I know you posted up as we do every Wednesday night when NXT is airing. We post on the post wrestling forum forum.postwrestling.com. Free to join up for all the stuff John Away post up there, and we post it here as well as going live on our YouTube. But let's read some feedback. I'm going to read the first one here. Andrew from Cape Breton. I'll be honest, I don't normally watch NXT, despite being a world champion patron, but I like supporting you guys and keep up with NXT through you guys. However, tonight I wanted to check out NXT because of Drake Maverick. His story of letting go, releasing his viral video, and either getting his job back or getting a chance to show off to other promoters is enthralling. I'm watching AEW currently, and the story of Dustin Rhodes saying he's going to retire if he loses to Kip Sabian doesn't seem as real. I do believe he was legitimately released and they had an extra dates to use him. Rhino worked the ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view after he was released with it during his 90-day no-complete, so it isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah, he lost. I know that his next match is a win or go home, and the rest of the tournament will be important just like the G1. Drake Maverick's story is the best in pro wrestling today. Even Jake Atlas seemed bad for winning his tournament match after hitting his greatly named LGBDDT. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the name that's of it. That's cool. Oh, that's jokes. But yeah, I'll be watching NXT simply for Drake Maverick. Well, there you go. Uh, I I thought I was in the mind. I thought for some reason I'm like, why do I give a shit about Rockstar Spud right now? But I guess I, people agree with. I me. also I don't think it's as weird as people are making out that he's wrestling this. Like I'm thinking at work every yeah. summer we hire summer staff because we have the patio open. I mean I don't know this year, but in general <laughs> we have the patio open. It's busier. We need more staff. And then as it starts getting colder. Staff get given their two weeks' notice. Mm. Um, they get let go. Right. But they work those two weeks. It's okay. normal. If you let go, yeah. you, you quite often... And you're given the choice. Hey, if you don't want to work it, yeah. you don't have to. Right. But we're meant to schedule you for two weeks. Okay. So I don't think it's particularly strange that he's working. And Drake Maverick I think it's, champ. I think it's an opportunity a lot more people that were released would kind of like to get. Sure. Um, we go to Eva from London. As WWE.com still lists Shayna as part of the NXT roster, despite now featuring in the opening theme for Raw, random Baszler facts are applicable. Sure. (laughs) Once she is moved from the NXT roster on the website, I will pick a new member of the women's division to rebrand this segment. Random Baszler fact. Despite being raised in South Dakota, she was born in San Angelo, Texas. Wow. I watched all of NXT except the main event as I have officially become bored with the Velveteen Dream. All the cruiserweight matches were lit, though. It was crushing to see Maverick lose, but still effective storytelling. I'm calling it now. 
Hio di Fantasma is the one orchestrating the abductions, hence why he was able to avoid capture himself. We're on the same page there, Eva. Gargano Candice segment was cringe. Nothing about it worked. Raquel's chokeslam finisher was awesome. The height she got and still managing to keep it safe. Take notes, Naya. <laughs> Till next week, keep up the good work, lads. Oh. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Raquel's moves uh, look a lot better than Nia Jax's moves. Yeah, That's for sure. Uh, I tweeted at Nia Jax, and a lot of people uh, keep liking that tweet. I'm like, yeah, she hurt on Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about mm. that? Uh, we go to Mystery. Hiya. Fun show tonight. Only a couple of points of feedback to hit upon. Where did Finn go? Was he a victim of the parking lot Lucha Ninjas? That EO promo was absolutely great. Probably my favorite thing in a long time. And I think she's probably going to end up dethroning Charlotte, who has been a complete bust as champion so far. The fact that her actual match as champion was on Raw shows there aren't really invested in much in being in NXT. The title feels like it's just being used as a prop. Yeah, all titles are props. <laughs> um, oh, but I understand I, what I, you I, mean. What, that the NXT title is a prop for Charlotte? I, I don't think so. I think there's a whole story that they're telling. I, I, yeah. I'm really enjoying yeah, this, to be yeah, honest. But all titles are props. <laughs> Candice and Johnny being heels who com- who claim they will reign over the entire division as married couple champion is fine and all, but Cole and Charlotte both have to drop their titles first. I would have Cole drop to Dream and Charlotte drop it to EO. You have Johnny go after the man who took his North American title in Dream and Candice chasing the woman who stabbed her in the back, even if it was deserved. There you go. Yeah, that, that settles that, that too. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Let's go with that. Uh, Dexter Loomis appearing out of nowhere and helping Dream was great. Question of the week. How do you guys feel about Nia Jax on Raw? And uh, then tweeting about it. Yeah, uh, kind of shit, to be honest. That was really bad. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he says, I. yeah, he was disgusted that she tweeted about it. Um, it's what I, I don't know. It happened. It makes more people hate her. And she's a heel. Like the tweet, it's... It's it's shit. It's shit that it happened. Uh, accidents do happen. It seems to happen a lot with Naya. Um, I'm not too offended by the the tweet. Um, I'm as long as I I this hope was against Kyrie. I know. Listen I know to what you're I'm saying, hoping, man. Hey, we don't know what happened backstage. <laughs> For all we know, she apologized to Kyrie after. Right. I'm. I don't mind wrestlers trying to you know get over. As a heel That's or a baby a shit face. Way to get over as a heel, though. But it happened. It happened. So yeah. use it. Why ignore it? You won the match and you hurt her. As long as you, I'm hoping she apologized. It's like sorry for almost killing you. It's like New Jack being like, like New Jack, how he's like, I'm over because I stab people. Yeah, I mean that's scummy. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't mind people using things for uh, to try and further an angle. A lot whatever. of people are but, gasping hey, because you're not supporting Kyrie. Don't hurt. Don't hurt. <laughs> there people. we go. Yeah, don't hurt. Kyrie. Um, just uh, on the YouTube channel, yeah. uh, someone's corrected our pronunciation of Phantasma. Uh, it's Iho. Iho. Del Phantasma. Riho? Iho. Um, okay, and finally we go to Matanabi. Hey, boys, have you considered doing a duet of Hunger Strike together? I assume Davey would sing Cornell and Brady Vedder. Uh, wow. Well, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> and that answers that. <laughs> wait, wait. So I, I know I don't know if you you are uh, a Cornell or, or Eddie Vedder fan. I don't know why this is brought up, but I mean I think I would do Cornell. I would be better. Yeah, yeah I can do I can a do Cornell better. impression. I think. Even flow, yeah, I can do Cornell. Should we get the karaoke mics out? Yeah, let's do it. Because we can't go out and do it. We've just been doing wrestling themes at home. Jeez. Thank you for all the feedback. That is. 
Nice, nice things. We'll, we're going to have to practice our veteran now. Um, that was NXT. That's what you thought. That's what we thought. Um, that was a lot of fun to chat. I know people are still in the YouTube room. We do go live every Wednesday night. YouTube.com slash up next is where you can find us. But like we mentioned so many times before this, we do have a Patreon and we have so many crazy shows this week. That Now's the time. I think now is the perfect $5. You spend five bucks, you get all the shows that we've ever put out and you get this Shows that were put out. We did that shitty Netflix WWE The Main Event movie with Keith Lee as the smooth operator with his amazing acting chops. And we talk all about it. All the NXT wrestlers are in this movie. Hey, but if you want to bond with your kids, uh, I know a few listeners have watched the show yeah. with the kids yeah. and loved it. Legit. Um, I, so I, <laughs> it, it's a fun film. It's like not anything I would usually choose to watch for me, but it's pretty fun. So we did a review of that last week. We also have our best match ever, Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which we did. But this week we're doing one, which is best match ever, Masawa, Kawada. We've watched all their classics, all their bangers. We're going to review them and rate them, rank them, and pick the best one and take your feedback as well, which is so much fun to do. Uh, this weekend we have a show, which we, we, we have our world champion tier. They pick stuff for us to watch, which we call Up Yours. And this week we're joined by world champ patron Rob McDonald from Toronto who's picked something so strange that I would never imagine re- reviewing for a podcast especially on a Patreon but we are going to be watching and reviewing Batman the movie from 1966 that's right yeah Adam West I think this shows a lot of fun uh I'm sure many of you have either seen uh the TV show or the film yeah. or maybe just the shark scene I know that was kind of <laughs> like had a resurface a couple of years ago on YouTube uh it's I think this show is a lot of fun uh, it was great chatting to Robert and we're looking forward to dropping that show yes uh then next week we're going to have some more was next we'll be looking at the October 17th 2012 edition of NXT and with CM Punk with CM Punk. Yeah. And we're going to be joined by our man, Neil, uh, who has chosen Love, Simon from 2018 for us to talk about. Yes. And I'm not familiar with that movie, but no, we've got to watch it. it so, so I'm looking forward to uh, talking Our patron is crazy. This week, I had to spend time watching Masawa Kawada, and then I had to spend time watching Batman 1960s. So, like, that was some weird contrast going on there, but amazing. So... We have so many things going on. And I want to thank uh, Nate Milton, because he had our man Neil on the Rocky Meyer Via Picture Show last weekend. So he's kind of broken Neil in now for all this podcasting. Um, And by nature, it's sick. Oh, yeah. Rocky Meyer Via Picture Show by Robert looks fucking so awesome. And before we go, I just want to announce that uh, in May, we're not going to be doing a Star Wars review. We're going to hold off Rise of Skywalker just by another month. Um, because it will be the 10th anniversary of the finale of Lost. I've mentioned this show a bunch uh, on our podcast before. Uh, a lot of listeners seem to be fans. So we, I'm going to go back with some uh, some friends of the show uh, to talk about the pilot of Lost. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch the pilot. If you have seen the pilot, watch it again, because I'd love to hear all your thoughts. Uh, we'll be doing that on uh, May 5th. So uh, just to give you a couple of weeks to prepare for that, it's going to be a lost heavy month on the Patreon from myself. Yeah, uh, like like I said, we've been stuck inside quarantine. We're roommates. We live together. So we've been watching a shit ton of wrestling, watching a shit ton of movies, and uh, doing podcasts on them. So if you enjoy listening to us every week, 
Uh, five bucks a month, North American tier gets you all the shows. You can go listen to the ones, the game shows we've done with John and Way and Mike Murray and, and, uh, all the reviews we've done. Some crazy fun stuff back there. Cause I know a lot of people are like joining now and then text, uh, tweeting us at Up Next Podcast, like, oh, I just listened to this show, which I'm like, whoa, we recorded that like a six months ago. ago, but you're like listening to it now, but there's like getting the pop out of it still that they would have when we released it. So it's just crazy. So I appreciate all our listeners and anyone listening to this show right now. Thank you very much. Um, We'll be back every Wednesday because that, that keeps this, uh, this, this show free. It does indeed. So yes. uh, thank you for listening. Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash up next. And that is how you can support us. Uh, oh, we have a pro wrestling tees store too. We never talked yeah, about it. Yeah, pro wrestling tees uh, forward slash up next. Yeah, we have our logo on there and our yeah, so, system. Uh, yeah. Maybe buy a shirt. Yeah. Who knows? And hey, well, while you're buying all those fired guy shirts, you can... Throw an up next shirt in your basket. What did I, I was so demanding earlier. I was like, follow our Twitter at Up Next Podcast. Follow the Twitter, and hey, wherever you download or listen to this show, give us a, a like, subscription, whatever it is that helps us out. A nice review, you know, help us and out. And if you don't like us, uh, don't. <laughs> Uh, but before we go as always at the end of every episode of Up Next we say thank you to some of our patrons who allow us to keep doing this show for free every week and I would like to start off by saying a big thank you to Daniel Reed he upgraded he was a North American champion and has just become a world champion our latest world champ thank you Daniel I want to say thanks to Fran Fran, sorry Frank in Sanjo Whoa. San Jose, I'm guessing. So thank Whoa. you very much. Jasim Syed, thank you very much. Brian, which Brian, you may ask? Brian from Ohio, that's the Brian. <laughs> thank you very much. Ruari O'Brien Kelly, thank you so, so much, all of you, for your support and patronage. Yes, and thank you to Randy. Wah! Just Randy. Just Randy. Just Randy. Hey, thank you to Sam Shaft Jackson. Wah! Friend of mine, actually. Yes. And uh, he supports us. That's very nice. Thank you to Noah Roberts. Hoi! Thank you to Renee FS. Yeah! And thank you to Wes Kinley. Hoi! I miss Dijakovic doing those. Noises. I know. We need some new ones. Yeah. We we'll get him back. We'll get him back. Oh, I don't know. I think he heard us. We'll tweet him. Let's tweet him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Actually, on that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can tweet me. You can find me on Instagram. All that stuff. I am at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. And we'll be back next week as well with Up Next as we are every week. So thank you so much for joining. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. Stay inside. Wash your hands. Be safe. And all those things. And uh, don't get kidnapped in a parking lot. Ahoy! It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale. With an extra 30% off the gifts you'll love to give. And get 15% off beauty with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of big savings, like 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off luggage from Samsonite, Delsey, and more. Download the free Macy's app for more great deals at Macy's. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be 
hard to recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.